AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Kris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And it's Drake Chess Motherfucking Podcast. Make some He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, hey, say greetings, your boy N-O-R-E. He's a Miami hip-hop pioneer. What up is DJ EFN. Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players. You know what I mean? In the most professional, unprofessional podcast and your number one source for drunk facts. It's Drink Champs Motherfucking Podcast. Where every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. What it good be, hope it's what it should be. This is your boy N-O-R-E. What up, it's DJ E-F-N. And this is motherfucking classic Drink Chess. Make some noise! And right now, when I tell you, man, this man basically raised me with his music, man. Legend. This man has been out here, you know what I mean, uh, a monkey foot in the game for years. We've been working out to it all week, listening to his music just to, to, to brush up on what's going on. Man, the man is... Is, is, is a legend, a legend. He's an icon. His wordplay, the shit that he was doing back then, yeah. holy moly guacamole, and still doing now, still got festivals, still got shit going on. In case you don't know the fuck we talking about, we talking about what? Only special hey! <laughs> Now, this is a song where I was going through your catalog. This is a song immediately, and never go back. Yeah. Man. Is that Can I Live? Sample? Nah, can I live sampled? Never go back. That's what I'm saying. That's what, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Well, I, yeah, I came out first with it. That was produced by Hitman Howie T. And first, let me just Hitman say, T. send my love and respect in regards to Hitman Howie T. Man, he changed my life. Wow. He changed a lot of people's lives, man. But mine especially, man. Since I was uh, 15 years old. Wow. So that makes a noise to Hitman Howie T. 
He also produced for Chub Rock too, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, Chub Rock, Lil Sean, Puma, Whistle, UTFO, The mm-hmm. Real Roxanne, and the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's let's get back to uh, what we were talking about before that. Oh, we getting started. Never go back. The, the sample, the sample, yeah, yeah. The sample. The sample, because I'm listening to it, and I'm like, wow, sample, did Jay get that off of you? Um, absolutely, at least the, <laughs> at least the idea, because yeah, 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 yeah. I put it out first. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, the way it goes in hip-hop is when you hear something and then you do it, you did it based who, who, on what you sample? heard. Isaac Hayes? Who is it? How he did that, I don't know. We could look on. I feel on like who, that's an Isaac Hayes. You could look on who sample or whatever, but right. yeah, Howie. I just come in. I just come in the studio and how he got it playing. Mm. I actually wrote that joint in probably about thirty minutes, the whole song. Man. Really? Because um, that's how charged I was off the beat. I was right. like, oh, yeah, this shit is hard. Right. And it's the kind of it's, uh, yeah. yeah, it's the kind of vibe and level you could really kind of freestyle. But there was factors involved. He was at the time he was working with Lil Vicious. Wow, Lil. So I threw yeah, yeah, so I threw them in there. Mm-hmm. Donovan, shout outs to the hustler. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, that, I see you got the St. Nori, your host. <laughs> yeah. All praises do, St. Yeah, yeah. Nori. <laughs> yeah. We saint you. We saint you, Chance. Oh, yes, you do. Oh, no. I need one, man. Yeah, I need yeah, a yeah. St. Ed candle. Yeah. Burn that shit all day. Yeah. 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 Right. And you're Trinidadian? No, nah, I'm Jamaican. Jamaican. Oh, yeah. okay. And that's one of the reasons why on my first record I said I'm not a Puerto Rican because right. coming from Brooklyn and so much cultural diversity in the wow. New York wow. everybody thought I was everything Dominican yeah. Puerto Rican Trinidad everything so I had to kind of dispel that one time right. but I never got the answer Jamaican from anybody right, you feel right. Me? Yeah. no because I always um, I mean listen to your music we always hear when you pick up the Flatbush yeah. and all that I, I always thought that you were Guyanese. I always thought that, that yeah. to me, Guyanese is like Jamaican's cousins, right? Well, it's all from the Caribbean. <laughs> okay. It's all the Caribbean, okay. same areas, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's Puerto Rico and Cuba. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's just the colonizers. I believe what language the, the colonizers spoke. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. I believe the first much. time I met you, I said, Are you a Puerto Rican? And I was like, This motherfucker said that shit. That he's right. not a Puerto Rican. And I still, I was so so listen. All right, let's let's. Do you know you have arguably one of the best beats ever made in hip hop? Howie T. Once again, I got it made. Howie T. Howie made T. Yo, Howie T. Changed my life. I didn't man. Know that. He actually produced the entire first album. Young, and, um, youngest in charge. Youngest in charge. Youngest in charge. And, and um. At the time, I was 15 years old, so I was just really rhyming, 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 but I was actually going through the crates with him, and mm-hmm. I was doing some producing myself, mm-hmm. and he actually wanted to give me producer credit, and I refused. I was uh, like, nah, uh, man. I was well, like, back then? Yeah, back right. then, because I was just honored to have him as So you would have been the first Puff Daddy? Yeah. The first, like... I am yeah. the first Puff Daddy. I am. <laughs> undoubtedly, <laughs> undoubtedly, unequivocally, yeah. You had to trust nobody. And in terms of that now, right. let's talk about that. We mm-hmm. are we invented all that remix shit. Woo! P 
Period. Woo. So they could claim whatever they want, but mm-hmm. Howie T was mm-hmm. the one. Mm-hmm. Howie remixed everything, and mm-hmm. not just for me, for every other artist as well. Wow. So when they talk about remix this and we the remix that, no, y'all not, man. Wow. It's Howie T, Brooklyn, New York. Wow, let's go. Let's Black make the Period. Yeah. I came to put it on blast, son. So, I ain't so got look, no, so I, last yeah. night, because I got the worst phone in the world, so I'm going to send this to Haz, because you got the better phone, right? <laughs> I mean, track? yes, this was this last How night. How we T the remix? Come on, King. You got it hooked up so you can play it? Oh, Yo, little Bobby, little Bobby. How, how did you guys connect? You and Howie T. Yeah. Howie T. Howie T lived across the street from my first cousins. Flatbush. So, yeah, so okay. we grew up right across the street from each other and they were friends, family friends. So mm-hmm. um, I, I seen and knew them all my life. Like when they first came out with like Get Tough in like 82, mm-hmm. 83, like we was a, we was there. I was there when they was, was he making Chub Rock DJ? He's Chub Rock cousin. Oh, okay. He's Chub Rock cousin. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. And I believe um, actually Lil Sean had to bring him to Howie. Wow. Because he, you know, oh, wow. Wow. he was bashful, I guess. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't. So I went to my cousin. <laughs> I went to my cousin. And I was like, yo, take me across the street. Because when I was little, they used to hold my hand to walk across the street. That's right? how bad Brooklyn was? No, I was that little. Oh, that was that right. <laughs> But Brooklyn was always oh, yeah, what yeah, it yeah. was. But yeah, yeah. that's how long I've mm-hmm. been around mm-hmm. Howie T and production and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. they they used to take me across the street to watch them make mixtapes. They used to wow. have the set outside and DJ and have when the, the tape crew. came on a tape. Yeah, cassette. Yes, yes. Cassettes, and they used yes. to have a crew out there with the mics. And to me, as a little dude, it was like incredible. I was like, oh uh, shit, they up here performing uh, in the driveway, in, uh, the, in the backyard type uh, shit. But they making mixtapes. You right. know what I mean? And that was my first real hands-on exposure. Mm-hmm. And then one time he made a mixtape. And he remade the Bubble Bunch beat. Shout mm. out to Jimmy Spicer, man, because that's my other mm. biggest influence because he was from Flatbush, too. Mm. He was from Brooklyn. And um, uh. Super Rhymes, Bubble Bunch, Dollar uh. Bill, y'all. Uh. Yeah, that was Jimmy Spicer, man. I, I used to listen to that religiously. So you said you had, you just did a, uh, a concert in Coney Island. Oh, yeah. I curate. I do concerts. I did... Uh, Coney Island uh, uh, Hip Hop 50th Mm. with Summer Stage with City Parks Foundation. Okay. Yeah, and I got another one coming up on Sunday. I'm doing a Native Tongues tribute with Red Alert. What? Jungle Brothers, Chi Ali, Black Sheep Dress, Moni Love. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday was incredible. I had an incredible lineup, man. Right. And um it was a bunch of CL smooth, nice and smooth. Right. Um it was a I, man, I got a flyer, but my memory. But it was like 12 acts on there. Even right. even uh Joe Ski Love. Oh even, wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who I had on there? Sparky D came Wow. Out. Yeah, wow. sweet T. What's up with CL Smooth and P Rock, man? They can't get along? Well, I'm I don't know, man. You know, that's between them, but <laughs> but I do right, know right. that I'm I'm you know family with both of them. Right. And um I always encourage them to give right. the people what they want because that's what it's about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Anytime I see Discord, you know, I know what that's about. You know, right. we I, we done been through it I done yeah, been course. through it I've been in this yeah. game Over 30 years So mm-hmm. I know how it go You know what I'm saying And the most important thing though Is not to destroy The brand The legacy The legacy Because that's what The people want yeah. Sure right. they'll enjoy you separately But at the end of the day It's really about That original that togetherness. Yes. Yeah that yes. original energy You know what I'm yeah. saying Do you recognize Flatbush anymore? 
do who? Me? Do you, do you recognize it? Oh, I recognize it, but I'm in awe of all the buildings they put up. And they all got the Whole Foods now, out right? Yeah. I don't know if they got Whole Foods, but they got a Whole Foods lookalike <laughs> on Flatbush and Park Side. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And um, they got a whole bunch of little eateries and shit. It's so many... Uh, other ethnicities out there. Sometimes I think it's police, man. I'd be mm. like, what the fuck going on? Is this a, a, a uh, operation, an investigation? Because I used to go to Brooklyn in, around the 80s and, yeah. and things like that. And I would never sense that it's a place called Dumbo in Brooklyn. Do, have, you ever, have you been to Dumbo? Yeah, Dumbo is uh, under the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, under the Brooklyn yeah, Bridge. Yeah, yeah. It, but yo, that's mad back white in the people. Days, back <laughs> in the days, that was abandoned. That was like, really? It was warehouses. We actually shot Crooklyn down there. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, man. Crooklyn was shot in Dumbo. Dumbo. It was all Buckshot and Master Ace was on the show in Coney Island and we did Crooklyn. Mm. Absolutely. Shout mm. out to Buckshot and Ace. Mm. See, my memory, I'm getting old, but you know, right. I know, I know what we're doing. Oh right. yeah, turn St. Nori around. St. <laughs> Nori, man. So, because so, I'm not gonna lie, but but Brooklyn is still Brooklyn, though. Like, absolutely. Like you was, oh, you, you still get it. You still, oh, you still get it. <laughs> Because, like, there's yeah. a place in Dumbo, and I enjoy going to well, Dumbo. See, all that is on the other side. That's on the of other side. They yes. still haven't given right. the proper attention to the rest of Flatbush, Brownsville, East New York, Red Hook, mm -hmm. even Coney Island. Like, mm. it's even though they fix up the park and the beach and the Stephon Marbury did a couple of things for Coney Island as well. Well, like, absolutely. I mm -hmm. mean, everybody's trying to do what they can for this for the town. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of the city actually putting those dollars into our communities and not just where they gentrifying. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That, that's what's happening. And uh, we got to, as a people, understand how this works. We have to go to the city planning meetings and see right. what's happening. Right. That's how they come in and move and buy everybody out because they know what's going to happen. Mm, that's how they gentrify the gentrification. Exactly. Mm. That's Can't how it's going well. down. Yeah. That's crazy. Hell huh? yeah. So look. And the thing, the thing about that is you have to sample... Our record because if you uh, try to get the original, it's not you, ain't gonna, you ain't gonna, it ain't gonna sound like the sample because wow. of how how we processed yeah. it. Wow, it's an OG that. production secret behind that. <laughs> right, so so yeah. no matter what, if they try to go to the original, they still have to go to the to the, the original that y'all made. Right, because right. the original when you sample it, it ain't gonna have that pitch or that tone right. or, or the, the, to it. It's, right. it's gonna sound totally so, different. So look, I just want you to look read the message. He just sends me this record out the blue. It is no. Look, just out the blue, that's the record right there. And I say, I say, crazy, crazy, crazy. And I interview Special Ed tomorrow. Amen. God is good. Amen. And he goes, that's right. Wow, 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 yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're dealing, we're dealing with natural and supernatural yes. forces yes, right yes. now. Yes, that, that was, that was like, I was like, because I was like, yo. And, you know, usually I, I put out, um, uh, when I interview an artist, I say, yo, you know, you got questions for him. But I didn't do that till this morning. Right. So there's no way that he could right. understand that. I was like, yo, synthetic right. energy is working, man. Amen. So, so how many people have sampled that record? Man, I can't start to count. Right? Wow. A bunch, like dozens. From R&B. To hip-hop. To hip-hop. To reggaeton. Yeah, and, and a lot of them is, uh, you know, unreleased and new artists that you might not hear, but, you know, they've had some that have gone a little bit and got a little airplay, a little buzz. But me personally, I feel like I don't touch that record because it's a classic. Right. And I don't want to even, you know, tarnish the, the right. reputation. You, got the you know what? You, you know what's the killer, though? The killer is... The, the, the killer part to that is 
I recorded this song at 15 years old. Get the fuck out so of here. Hold on, hold on. So you motherfucking 15 year artist, you are stupid. Before. I, I wrote it prior to recording. So when I wrote that, I was probably between 14, yeah, yeah, 13, 14 Man, years old. Okay. Yeah. So describe this session. You go to Howie T. Yeah. And he's already got the beat playing? Uh, I got it made, yes. I believe we went through the digging and the sampling because I heard the process. I heard of how he uh -huh. truncated it and chopped it and uh -huh. did it. S950. I'm gonna give y'all a little a little Let's jewels. Go. You know, S950 got some tools on it. Okay. So yeah, he went through that and chopped it up, and I was like, oh yeah, that's hard. Oh. And then what I started doing was piecing together my braggadocious rounds. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. To, it, but that was the style back right, then. Right, so, yeah. right. Well, see, it was either gonna be a story or or I'm going to diss you, or I'm going to talk shit. Right, right, right. right? So I said, I'm going to talk shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And? I got it made. And That's got it. it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But that record has outlived the test of time. Okay. Amen. Like, I, I, I don't think there's no party in the world. I was going to say America, but I don't think there's no party in the world that you can't put that on and everyone knows yeah. that record. Well, well, you know what it is? It's about programming. So the same way they programming negativity, I was programming mm. positivity and empowerment. Mm. I'm your idol. Your highest idol. Right. So when you say those words, right. you're empowering yourself. yourself. Mm. You manifesting mm. greatness, godliness. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So that's what that was really about and that's why it resonates in my opinion That's why right. I still resonate The way it do right. And then in addition I wasn't talking Brand names And dating myself Right you know I, I, I don't free Paragama, yeah. No free advertising Right Y'all ain't free advertising right. no, right. no, 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 Okay no. then No we outside I was Starbucks never <laughs> Never I was never into that You mm, feel me mm. And um and I was ghostwriting too at that age. Like when wow. I was 15 years old, I ghost. So I wrote a record for the real Roxanne. Oh wow! Right, and um they never paid me, so I like fuck ghostwriting. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like y'all robbing a little, y'all robbing kids. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> fuck select records. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Robbing kids, man. That's Wait, who was select record? Wasn't that gangsta? Fred Mineo, yeah. Uh -huh. Fred Mineo owned it, but Chuck okay. was on select. Okay, Chuck was on. Roxanne, I remember that. I think okay. uh, was. UTFO on select? I'm not sure, but there was some. There was a lot of groups. there was a lot of artists. On yeah, he yeah, had yeah. a good catalog. You know what I'm saying? He was just a fucked fucked up businessman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now, now it was. You know, th thank you for going to there. Now, it seems like from the Melly Mel days, right? Yeah. Up until the '89s, and then in the '90s, I would say to past '95. The record contracts got got better. What was these record contracts like when you when you guys? Um, well, they was trying to take everything, and then they were trying to give up. Yeah, they was trying to take the publishing, and I was like, nah. They you, got. You knew they who got, publishing was. I'm oh sorry. yeah. Oh okay. I, I was explained by my lawyer because what happened is I read it. For myself, mm -hmm. and then the at lawyer at that young age, you are hell yeah, right, right. that's dope. And look. <laughs> I read it for myself, and what I did was I questioned certain things because it was assigning rights right. to people. I'm like, they ain't write my shit, so why mm. is they getting this? And then what I was told was that for the record deal, that's their interest, is the publishing. Right. So I had to give up half of it. Ooh. You know at least they didn't take all though but Well I, this is the thing now okay. The management I had at the time Was trying oh. to take the other half oh. And I was like hold the fuck up 
They ain't write my shit, and uh-huh. why are they interested in my publishing? I was uh-huh. like, nah, what do I get? Mm-hmm. If they get 50 and they get 50, what the fuck I'm left with? Mm-hmm. So I was like, nah, they dead on that. So I got my 50, mm-hmm. and then the label got 50. Mm-hmm. But as far as points, they was only. But hold on, did they out- pay you for the, yeah, that 50% that they took? Nah, they ain't paid no, me. It was part of the deal. From whatever's coming in from It was record. part of the contract. Fuck, this was bu- fucked up. Yeah, it was back fucked then. up. It yeah. was worse than, it was like Motown for, for hip hop. Right. You feel me? Right. And then, um, you know, that was the terms, and the points was like, 12 points or some shit Over like 100 that. points. Out you of only 100. got 12. So a point is a percent for yeah. those of y'all that trying to figure it out. Right. So when they say point, they just fancy talk for percent. Right. And I heard you say earlier, my bad for jumping around, we but could. I heard you say earlier, you said you've um, been in the game 30 years. Now, Over. Is, is these albums reverting back to you? Because we heard they about that. to, right now. Because we, I done filed all my paperwork for the reversion. Is it 30 years? It's 35, I believe. Damn, why would you yeah, just told us I've been they changed it to 35? I yeah. always heard it was 30. Yeah. So it yeah, changed well, you to 30? You just got read to the, read the laws, okay. read the copyright. At 30, you can begin the process. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you can begin okay. the process and start filing your paperwork and sending your letters out. So I did that like three, four, five times. I'm making sure I get my shit back. Wow. So 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 what happens if, if you get yours back? They, oh, they, I get all my shit back. And then you, then you 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 take these albums and then you essentially put them out? How does how does that work? Yeah, you own all the rights to it, all okay. the publishing rights, okay. all the mechanical rights, and you are able to now have ownership of your material. Yeah, you can license it. So now it, if you can Entourage wants to do a, a deal with you yes, to put it, right. then you would be the licensor. Right. Oh, that's dope. And right now I still get paid 50%, but they do the admin, and then they I got so to shake them up for my shit. Yeah. Like I just finished shaking them up right. for my shit, for wait, real. Wait, what do you mean? Like what they had? They like white they man can't jump sample me. your shit. No, they, they holding his money. I mean, a lot of oh. people sample, but the money right. come from different places. So right. I get my money from Sony, but then Profile still got an interest oh. in it, and I gotta go be like, "Yo, where my bread, bro?" Right. You know what I'm saying? And then they send me some bread. Right. Yeah. God damn it, man. God yeah. damn it. That's I had, to, you gotta go I had to learn patience though, because yeah. I wasn't that patient back in the days, man. It was really about to go down. De La Soul got theirs money. back as well. Yeah, Did amen. You, right. Yeah, well, Tom. Tom right. heals all things. Okay, shit, shit. You yeah. said time. Yeah. I thought you said Tom. Well, not time. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, time. Time, time, time. heals all things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they are up to their 30-something right. years as well. Yeah, so they, they had to fight for it. it was, the time wasn't that yeah, but I, I believe I believe um, their deal was messed up. Um, I believe they Everybody explained it to... at that time. Because I believe they split, they split that 25% that was left of their publishing. Right. I believe I might be misquoting them. And they split that 25 amongst themselves. Well, so they that's bought, what happened. Yeah, so they... The label's interest is your publishing, so they try to mm, take as much right. as they can. And then whatever's left, you have to split as a group. You mm. know what I'm saying? And as I was a solo artist, so... Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, 
where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on Story Button, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Damn, so how about, um, and you said Howie T produced that whole album. Absolutely. So did Howie T make out good or, or, or this? Yeah, Howie okay. T making out good. Okay. Howie T, all right. And he split publishing too with okay. me. Okay, okay. And that's oh. how it go. Oh. He's, he has the producer portion. Right, the 50%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah hell yeah. God damn, see, you artists got to listen to this shit. because yeah, shit is real, man. And, and they, they've been taking advantage of artists for years because there were no standardizations. There were right. no rules. Right. Whatever, the, whatever you sign for, for is right. what the deal is. Right. right. Then. Mm. But as time progresses and we start knowing our worth, right. just like with the shows, before right. we getting whatever they're performing now, they getting a million dollars to perform. Right. Yeah. Feel me? Yeah. Half a million dollars, a yeah. million dollars, 250, 150. Right. They getting real numbers to perform. Right. right. Yeah. You know no, it's definitely. Yeah. They get uh, um so let me let me ask you, how did it feel, man? Um, I was a kid. I'm 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 45 years old. I'll be 46 oh, in September. But um, but <laughs> me watching this and me seeing these records, like, how did it feel back then to be the man back then? When hip hop really mattered, it, I'm, it you know felt what I mean. Good, but I was always grounded because I knew what entertainment was and what it consisted of, man. And I never let that shit get to me in that way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I was never one of them, uh, you know, one of the bandwagon type people. Right. I never followed other entities and other uh, racial identities right. down those roads. Like right. I ain't let nobody lead me in, right. you know, because right. I was already being abused since the beginning. So right. I was watching. Watching everybody like, get right. the fuck away from me. 
right, you know right, what I'm saying? It, right. It's that situation. So I kept the I kept the real perspective on everything. I knew what media and marketing and all that was, and I knew what it made you. Right. I knew how the people reacted to you. Right. But I was still on the ground looking at everything from a, a, a ground view. But it had to be because you know, no, right now, um, a person can 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 take a record. And they throw it out in Japan tomorrow. Right. But back then, you had to actually work. go market yeah, to market to market. Work. Yeah. And you having one of the most powerful records in in the in the universe. Yeah. How how did it feel going to your first time to Philly or your first time to Delaware? Because at the time, it was just New York. Yeah. It was if you hot in New York, you hot in the world. But then you had to travel to these places. Right. How did it feel like going to these places and they know who you are? Well, it felt great, man. Especially mm. when you on stage and they singing the songs with you. Mm. That's a feeling you can't. You know what I mean? You uh -huh. like, damn. You know. Uh -huh. Hey, I'm about to. Give y'all the mic. You, right. know, you feel me? Right. So it's one of those feelings. It's just still knowing the other end, knowing right. the back end. Right. You you know you you can't abuse your power. Right. You know what I'm saying, and right. and that's what a lot of people go too far. They abuse their power, and uh -huh. you know they don't um they don't respect the game. Right. They just run. Right. You know what I mean, until right. they fall and break their fucking ankle. Right. You know what I'm right. Right. <laughs> so let me now um. Uh, it's a mission, not a small time thing. That yeah. video was like the first time I seen a theatrical, yeah, in 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 in, in videography cinema, like you know what I mean, like yeah. in black cinema, like 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 it was like a movie to me watching that that. that. Yeah, well, well I and think then and I, and I see that 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 video to me birthed like the Biggie Smalls videos where he he's like you know what I mean, like um like the movie style videos. Right. Was that something you planned on doing? Well. I think that stemmed from Think About It. Mm, think because about think it. about it had the hovercraft okay, and the chases okay, 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 yeah, and the yeah. helicopters okay. uh -huh. and then it went into the mission where that was another story right. and it was chases and all right. kind of stuff going on karate right. fight right yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 so I think it just um, went into that direction but Chica Bruce a female director oh wow is the one that birthed and, and came up with the whole treatments and the video for Think About It oh wow and that's the one where you know, we went on a whole chase. And it, it was actually, the whole theme of it was uh, Bud McMelman, uh, he probably dead now, rest in peace. Right. But the old man, the, the, the old dude, he was like the symbolism of the hierarchy of the industry. Oh, wow. And he was kind of trying to destroy my career in the video. This was what it was about. Right. And so he sent these henchmen, which was two black dudes, right. to chase right. me right. and ruin my career. Right. You feel me? Wow. So that's what it was about. It was about the white man hiring two black men to go uh. ruin my career. Oh, shit. You feel me? And they started chasing me through the streets, on boats, on hovercrafts, on uh. helicopters, all to ruin me. Right. So that was the storyline. Wow. But it birthed that type of dramatic scenery and the right. whole theatrical elements. Right. And um, yeah, I, you know, everybody started getting real theatrical with their videos. Yeah, I, I feel like you birthed that. I feel like um those two videos, like you said, think about it. Um and um mission. mission um yeah. and the fact that those budgets were open for And the fact like I, that. I forgot it was like to, to be continued, wasn't it? Yeah, like like yeah. to be continued. I feel like you, you created that. Well, Chica Bruce, man, I got to give it up because okay. at that time, once again, I didn't come up with the treatment. Right. I was 
15, I was 16 that by then. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And wow. I never shot a video or directed or produced a video in my life. So all the praises due to Chica Bruce, a female director. You feel me? How come him, yeah. Nas, when they were 16, they were so bright and these 16-year-olds are fucking high well, see, on Percocet? Well, well, what happened is because back then we was actually going through a struggle mm -hmm. and it was actually real economic hardships that we right. had to overcome. Right. I could see him being from Queensbridge. Queensbridge right. still right. fucked right. up. Right. Yep. You feel me? Yep. And me coming from Brooklyn, we're trying to find a way out of the depths. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're right. trying to find a way out of poverty mm -hmm. and not jumping into poverty and then having to resort to doing what everybody else in the in the street doing, right. robbing people, selling right. drugs, going right. to jail, right. you know what I'm saying, dying, you right. feel me? So it was, for me, just trying to find a reasonable solution where I ain't got to watch my back, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Well, I still got to watch my back, but not in a negative way where I've mm -hmm. done somebody some wrong, you mm -hmm. feel me? Mm -hmm. I'm not out there doing crime, selling drugs, looking for the police. Right. I don't give two fucks about the police. They right. ain't nothing on me. Right. But, but what examples did you have at that age? That at that age, the, the examples were everybody dying and going to so jail. So you just didn't want to do that. Exactly. I was right. not going in that direction. You know what I'm saying? And it was easy. It was easy to do. I mean, there was access to everything. We had opportunity. But me knowing better and having four older brothers to learn from as well because they all went through those pitfalls. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to jail. I'm not going to die. And I'm not standing out here on the street selling drugs. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and to me, that wasn't enough money. Right. Because right. when you, once you re-up, you left with yeah. a couple dollars. You going to buy sneakers? Right. Like, I, I wasn't with that. I need real money. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't working for nobody. I ain't working for them. Right. I ain't working for nobody think they gonna work me or rule me. Ain't nobody ruling me. You know what I'm feeling? Mm -hmm. Ain't no man above me on this earth. Right. Period. Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel about it all. You know what I'm saying? So I found my own way and my own path to do it intelligently. I felt like I'm smart enough and intelligent enough to get it like anybody else. Goddamn, make some noise for that. Now, how did you get the name Special Ed? Mm. Was you in Special Ed? Um, nah, man. Because I was in special I, and resource room, and I'm proud of it. Amen. Okay. Hey. Special Ed. But how that go, how that go is, obviously, my name is Ed, but uh, my man E-Dot came to me, E-Dot from Flatbush, okay. and he was like, yo, you should call yourself Special Ed. I had a personality, you feel me? Mm. I wasn't in special ed, but... I had a personality like a motherfucker. Right. And at the end of the day, after he said that, I thought about it and I could have took it two ways. Right. But I was like, nah, this is my bro. He ain't right. going to be right. acting. Steer you the wrong right. And at right. the time, special education was frowned upon. Right, it correct? was frowned yeah. upon, but I thought about that. And mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? Fuck that. Because for one, I can change the dynamics of how it's perceived. Yeah. Right. And for two... I'm going to teach y'all motherfuckers something. Right. And for three, my name Ed and I'm special. <laughs> so it was way too many reasons why yeah, yeah. I should yeah, yeah. as opposed to why I should. Sure, I don't yeah. give a fuck what class y'all think I'm in right. or whatever, whatever. Right. Y'all going to know how intelligent I am when y'all hear this shit right. or when I speak. So right. I wasn't really worried about that. And I think that whole special ed thing is just, you know, their way of saying we don't know how to deal with this. Mm -hmm. That's mm. all. We mm. don't know how to deal with this because some ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong with you. Nope. Nope. It, it's just a matter of not 
being the common everyday motherfucker yeah. that they can deal yeah. with. They just tell and me it's behavior, but I know they was right. lying to me. And sometimes yeah. it's what you say. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they yeah. want to railroad you yeah. because you got a brain and you yeah. got a voice and you have an opinion. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah. It's it's some it's it's how they set when, you back. When I won the BET award, I um we won the BET award. I grabbed my um thing up and I was like to everyone that's in special education. My DMs lit up from all the special education teachers. Amen. They was like, "Can we not use your speech?" I was like, "Go ahead." Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just part of that. You know, it's part of that like school to prison pipeline. Right, 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 right. For real, that's basically what it what it is. It's part of the school to prison pipeline. Other than there are some kids with special needs right. and don't have, you know don't have it together where they right. need that extra attention but right. half of the kids is just they don't give a fuck they're like y'all talking to me crazy right. shit like that yeah. like, you know you ain't dealing with that I, I feel you right. and that's why I took the name I was like you know what fuck that right. I'm special ed so what that's right god damn it I'm taking resource so. room <laughs> right. I'm taking resource room my new name so look you're, you're still really young coming yeah. out the gate Lyrically, something is inspiring you, or is it really just coming out of your own ether? Well, like I was inspired by, yeah, I was inspired by the OGs. Like I said, uh, Jimmy Spicer for one, because mm. Jimmy Spicer put out a 15 minute record with like 10 stories in it. And because yeah, you definitely come from the special ad of storytelling, yes, storytelling. Yes, yes. So he inspired me on the storytelling. I mean, Slick Rick. Level. I said special ad. I said Slick Rick. My bad. Because yeah. he uh, told stories about Dracula, about different shit, and it was right creative. It wasn't just like some, you know, it wasn't boring. It was humorous. It was All creative, right. and that inspired me. And then I listened to shit like you know, Melly Mel, Furious Five, and The Message. That inspired me. Howie T, CD3, Get right. Tough. Right. That inspired me. So it was the content that inspired me more so. And I was like, man, damn, I got to be saying something. I got to amuse, you know what I'm saying? Confuse mm-hmm. and, and, and all that. I got to mm-hmm. tell a story, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like even the mission, that wasn't the original story. That wasn't. Nah, I had an original story that I submitted, but it was too hardcore. <laughs> So they made me wow. do it over. Wow, we write it. And then I had to do the song over, and that's where the mission that we all know came from. You know, that's a very interesting question because they, a lot of people should say back then that the record labels had more of a control over the music. Was it like yeah. that back then? Like, Well, it was. They There wasn't a bunch of explicit records like there's wow. now. You could say anything yeah. because there's no label control at all. Right. And then the labels, uh, you know, came up with their agenda later. But back right. then in the early 80s, right. they definitely didn't want, they wanted songs that could play on the radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They wanted songs that they could sell openly. They didn't want a bunch of hardcore shit. Mm. So really, until N.W.A. came out, yeah. they had a certain level of discretion. But what? Because what, 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 you came out in '89, correct? Yeah, '89. Yeah. So then, what, what? What? What year did N.W.A. NWA came out? Oh, '89. Yeah. And, and I think oh. the single, the single was '88. The album was '89. Okay. Yeah. And was the single "Fuck the Police"? No, no. No, I got it made. It was my single. Oh, I talking about got it made. N.W.A. My bad. Yeah, but okay. th- then N.W.A. came out. And they shit was hardcore, and I was like, see, they could say what they <laughs> right, want, right? right okay. But the label didn't want to market me right. in that way. Right. And I had I had hard shit. Mm. Like I was a battle rapper right. from the street. Right. So that's right. what I did. And um they didn't want that. They wanted commercial. Did you music. have the Jamaican belt? Yeah. Okay. I had a Jamaican belt. I had a few. I had a few Jamaican belts. 
You got to have a Jamaican Brah. belt. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the so night, you got a Jamaican yeah, belt. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the switchblade, everything. The ratchet, too. Yeah, yeah. The ratchet yeah, yeah. and the switchblade yeah. and the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because Flatbush was a wild Hell thing. Hell yeah. What they say? Flatbush Massive. Yeah, Flatbush Massive. Yeah, for real. And um, E Hall was, I'm going to tell the truth, E Hall was like one of the worst schools in the city. Wow. Especially when I got in there. Like they had big ass gaping holes in the walls, in the hallway, in the boards. It was like, y'all motherfuckers, what y'all doing here? Right. Yeah, serious. So um, we had to deal with that. And um, it was all right. But when you in it and you that young and you fearless, it ain't nothing. But thinking back as an adult now, I'm like, Come on, y'all had a budget. What y'all doing? Like, right, clean, right. The, clean this shit up, man. Did you, you know, know Buster Rhymes back then? Yeah, me and Buster Rhymes went to elementary school together. Get the fuck out of here. These schools in Brooklyn, These schools in Brooklyn, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like Hip-Hop Academy. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. And, and, and um, Walt Whitman, junior high school especially as well. But um, yeah, we definitely went to school together, that's, came up together. That's crazy, and, yo. Um, you know, and, and Rampage lived across the street from the, the school, too. Wow. And uh, he was a little younger. He like a year or two younger than us, but Rampage 2 came up in the neighborhood. Did, did that help the native tongue of affiliation? Because Boston was considered native tongue, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, probably so. I, I don't know, though. I mean, you know, they had their own vibe with the leaders of the new school. I think mm-hmm. Chuck bred them. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Chuck D. Shout out to Chuck D. Yeah. He, he bred the uh, leaders of the new school. I think came up with the whole Jungle group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He named Buster Rhymes and he named the group. Right. And he told he us named right Buster here. and the group. So, uh, yeah. And um, But Buster's from around my way. What right. happened is he moved to Long uh, Island. Yeah. And then that's when he started mm-hmm. rapping and came back and, you know, came back to the hood. Right. Yeah. Right. Um... You ever thought hip hop would go this, be this far? Man, not this far, but this is billions of dollars later. Yeah. I knew it was something though because of the energy that it had and the way it brought everybody together. Right. Because even in, in, in the, to just to be honest, hip hop brought everybody together black people, Hispanic people, yep. white people, all people yep. through hip hop. Yeah. And that was the one thing that could do that. Like, not many things was bringing people together that way aside from money. Right. But hip-hop, just the music and the vibration. Right. You know what I'm saying? United people. So I knew it was very strong. But um, until I saw... When I saw Run DMC, I knew there was a... a a plan. I knew something was gonna pop because it had a frenzy. It just like it took it to TV. They was in helicopters. They had the big chains. They was doing Madison Square Garden. I wanted to be on the Fresh Fest. I was rapping then. Right. I guess I was too. I, I mean, you was I a little younger. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. appreciate Run DMC, but I couldn't really like. I mean, they kind of ushered in that global. The glow, yeah. You know, movement of hip hop. Yes. Of course, Bambada and them were doing it before, but it feel like Run DMC took it. No, they took it to right. the next level commercially. Right. right. Yeah, and that and that's one of the reasons why I was eager to sign with Profile Records because that right. was the label that that's they right. were signed to. We were on the right. same label. Right. And when I was like Profile, I was like, oh that's shit, right. they could do for me what they did for Run DMC. Wow. So that's why I jumped on it. I was like, hell yeah. But uh, you know, me going through your music and me listening. Yo, you sound like absolutely nobody. How come you was a hot MC back back then and and and, and still is? But right right now, I can listen to fifteen people that's out, and they right. all I can't even. That's right blind, now, though. That's right you, now. That's what I'm saying. If you blindfold me, I'll be like, that's him. 
Oh, that's him. That's him. That's him. Like right now, I can listen to your voice. I can listen to Slick Rick voice. I can listen to EPMD. I will not say that they sound like anybody. How right. come it was like that back then, and how come it's not like that now? Because we all wanted to be original. We wanted mm-hmm. our own identities. Mm-hmm. Now it's a bandwagon effect. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this sold a million records. Let me make a copycat. Like this. Yes. So it's really about cloning. Right. Yeah, and you know making saying? it a commodity that makes money. The industry doesn't care about the culture. They just like this right. works. Okay, keep going. Right, keep right. going. And they keep pushing out the same shit back to back. Right. Yeah. Well, what happens to this artist? Because um, I remember um, L. A. Reid. I remember me going to see L. A. Reid. Right. And me picking a single off of my album. And me saying, "Yo, I wanted to go with this album." And L. A. Reid saying, "I think you should go with this." Automatically, I'm like, "I right, cool. Let me go with him." Because if I make a mistake, then then it's your mistake. Then it's my mistake. But if, but if, if he makes the mistake, right. where's the artist that stand up to that? Well, the independent artists now, mm-hmm. they put out whatever the fuck they want. Right. However, with a trained ear and an understanding of mm-hmm. the the way you know radio plays and marketing goes, you right. gotta have something that is listenable, that is digestible right. to the audience, right. and something that you could play. Like you want something you could play on a Soul Train, or you could right. play on television, right. and it's not risky, right. you know, and it's not destructive. But now. Destructive is selling all right. day. That's what yeah. they're selling. Are, are you listening to any new music? Nah, be, be I, I barely. Be honest, I barely listen to music, bro. Okay, I listen, I listen to Bobby Smurda. Okay, he's kind of new. I mean, I don't, I don't listen Rowdy to Rebel. any particular artist. I'm gonna keep it real. Right. I, I don't have nobody album. I don't Google nobody name. What I might do is put on um like my R and B shit. Like I like if I could listen to something that calm me down. That's what I listen to. You taking your girl to Usher show? My wife, nah, I ain't taking her to no Usher show. I don't go to concerts unless I'm in them. No, Usher, we, you are bad for everybody who listens. Usher's marinating, niggas wives, getting niggas broke marinating up. You see what happened? Serenading. I, 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 I don't even know what happened, but I don't go, I don't go to concerts. I that. I'm sorry. I don't go to concerts. I don't go nowhere. I'm not getting paid. You ain't paid. see what Usher's doing? Usher is, Usher is going... Oh, oh, and he's, he's performing And whoever's like Girl is in the crowd He's going to them And singing to them You got it You got it bad And, well, and he's been just Long See, well, well, he's an R&B crooner. I know Usher since he was a child. God damn it! His his mama introduced me to him when he was a child. Uh, God damn it! So you know, I wish him all the success in the world. Whatever tactics he feel he need to use to right. make money right. and book and stay famous. Oh, he doing it. More power to him. More power to him. I go just, ahead, Usher. I just meant for me. I don't go to any concert that I'm not a part of or getting paid. Sometimes, however, I may have good friends that are performing. Okay, and I. I might go like I went to a new edition concert just to see them. I fucks with them. That's yeah, my people. You know what I'm saying? New edition. We need you up here. But you ain't going to the Drake concert. I'll, oh, you know what? When I was in New Orleans one time, I went to a Drake concert with some friends just on the random. Really? But it was just me falling in because that's what they was doing. Okay. But um, like I said, I don't really go to concerts like that too often at all, really? man. I don't look for it. It don't. You know, it ain't got nothing to do with me. You know what I'm right. saying? I go, right. I go where they, I go where I'm picking up that back end. You know what I'm saying? That's real. Right. 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 If I'm throwing the concert, as right. in the case with the city parks right. and my concert, I got one coming up Sunday. 
You know what I'm saying? Shout outs to the violators. Rest in peace, baby Chris. I'm doing this for y'all, man. I'm doing this for Red Alert. And and that's pretty much it, man. Well, it's a concert. Let me me do do recommend two concerts for you if you would like to attend. Uh, I didn't see the 50 and Buster, and I believe Jeremiah uh, was on that tour. I didn't see it. I wasn't physically there, mm-hmm. but I live stream it every fucking night. It's fucking awesome. Copy. But I went to the Nas and the Wu Tang right. uh, joint, and I kid you not. Oh, we, I went to one of those when they yeah. came to Charlotte. So you going to concerts, see, motherfucker? No, no, Come on, man. Yeah. What happened is my man, my man Divine called me, <laughs> okay. and he was like, "Yo, we in Charlotte." He just hit me today okay. talking about they in Charlotte. Divine from Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah, okay, 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 yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Um, so basically, that's it, man. They got to invite me. Right. If they don't yeah, invite like me, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Too. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. know, because I'm not paying attention. Sometimes I invite myself, though. I'm but like, I'm, I'm pulling up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I pulled up one yeah. of them, and it was so dope because, you know, you, when you get to see these groups like that, like Nas and Wu-Tang, you would think that Nas would come out and perform, and then Wu-Tang would come out and perform, and then Wu-Tang would come out. No, they actually did it like as a as like like Nas does five songs, yeah, and they like come out. Tape. And it's like, it was like a mixtape on stage, and I was like, oh, LL and Roots um, that is pretty it's pretty dope that too Yeah 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 yeah. Well they got well, that from us Okay uh, The alumni okay. We've been doing that for 10 years Put us on what a- Myself Chub Rock Dana okay. Dane Kwame Moni Love And Greg Nice Whoa. We've been performing together Like one group For 10 years Get the fuck so, Moni never told us about this because, yeah. So that's where they got that and shit who's from who's the people again Say it again Special Ed Spe- Chub, Chub Rock, Rock Chub Dana Dane Moni Love Moni Kwame Greg Nice That's nice why I'm people That's why I'm saying we yeah. all classic, iconic yeah. hip-hop artists And we've been doing that shit over 10 years So when they say, yeah, we doing this and doing that Yeah, we did that shit already Thank you Thank you You're welcome yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you and you're welcome yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's an honor to be honored <laughs> what, what do you think about Hip-Hop 50? Hip-Hop 50 is um, uh, First of all, how do you think about the concert? It's appropriation Mm. It's appropriation because what they doing now is they putting together these great lineups and then they gonna overcharge the public. Mm. See the concerts I'm doing for the 50 is free to the public. Wow. It's free for the people. I'm doing it with the city. Right. I'm doing it where the people could pull up for free. I ain't overcharging for a ticket. How do you get paid then? How do you make through money? the city? AT and T connects and old to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! 
Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you, here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, all right, my bad. I think Karen did that too. My bad. And I pay the artists. No, but see, I pay the artists. Let's get that straight. You saying Karen don't pay the artists? I ain't saying nothing. I'm saying I pay the artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All my artists get paid. Period. Mm -hmm. That's how I operate. I've been a booking agent for over for like twenty years now. Oh wow! I provide income opportunities for all artists. Let me stop you for one second. You know what I always said. Mims, what's his name? Nems. Nem, no, not Nems. Mims. Mems, your boy with the, the dreads. Mems, um, the, the, he booked us one time. Oh, Murs. 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 Man. Murs. Totally different people. Goddamn, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Them damn hip hop names. Yeah. Artist. Artist. When he booked me, he did everything. No, he's on, no, he's he did on everything point, man. as an artist would do. Usher, when Usher booked me, he did everything like. I didn't ask for nothing. Artists know how to book other artists. Right. We know how to treat other artists. And you so know where I, I got that from? Prince booked me before. Rest come in on, peace. Come on. Yeah, you got to tell us this. Yeah. He had a club. You ain't, you, you ain't going to just say that. It's just like, go, go more. Yeah, drink right. like it's a, we love okay, Prince. Okay, okay. Okay, so hold on, hold on. Time out, time out, yeah. time out, time out. You chilling in the crib and somebody say, Prince, want to book you for a show? How does, well, it, go? How does it happen? Well, so I didn't even know until okay. the gig was going on and they said, oh, you know that's Prince's club. Glam it was Slam? in that, Glam. Yeah, yeah, Glam Slam. Where was that at? In L.A., well, back had, in the he days. Had a he had it in Miami, yeah. okay. L.A. and in his own. Yeah, we did the one, um, we did the one in L.A., I believe it was. Okay. And, um... Yo, I respected that. I was like, oh shit, Prince got a club? Right. And then he booked me. And then the other person is Uncle Luke. Okay, yeah. Uh, so Luke, Luke, Luther Campbell, what up, yeah, OG? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so back in the days, they had like the Goomba Festival and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Goombay. Yeah, yeah, I'm Jamaican. Fuck it. Yeah. So, so, so Luke booked me for that. Uh-huh. And, and it was like, I was like, man, you you an artist yourself. So when I saw Luke do that and then Prince did that, it put me in the mind frame of, oh, 
I could provide opportunities for other artists. Right. So that's how that came to be. And I just started booking all. I booked everybody. I booked Nas before. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I booked book everybody. Lil Kim, uh. Uh, Rock Kim, every uh. Kim. What, I done booked you, it what all. Made, you me? What made you um start doing that? Well, just uh like I said, uh. Luke booked me, Prince uh. booked me, and I respected that. Okay. And I thought that that was cool that an artist would have a mindset to right. provide opportunities right. for other artists. So right. that's what I do. I provide Provide income mm-hmm. opportunities for other artists. Mm-hmm. I've been booking. That's what I do. Did you get to meet Prince? Yeah, I got to meet him that night. You checked his in, hand in the, in the plug. Pro- yeah. Did it taste like? Did it feel like velvet? This thing said taste. <laughs> no, <not laughs> taste. Not taste. Did it feel like velvet? <laughs> nah, nah. Well, well, nah. It was a Ocean long was time ago. Serenade, <laughs> 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 my bad. You know what I mean. It was. It was a long time ago, but yeah, we greeted each yeah. other, and I and I was honored just to be able to get booked by him in his club because I was a fan. Period. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Of he's an icon to me. Yeah. Wow. You know what I'm saying? It's, he's not even in the uh, Rap game, but he booked me as a a young rap artist. So I was like, yo, that shit like enlightened me and just just showed me that, oh, you could do other things. You could provide, yo, I provided income opportunity for everybody, man. Trust me. You know what was ill about Prince? Like he was so ahead of his time that I heard that so many artists used to come up to him and try to sample his music and he would tell them, go own your masters first. Uh, and, and at the time yeah. where artists was like we were we were so happy of getting our events right we were so happy to traveling to, right. to, to Japan and they said oh we horny long time like y'all really say that okay right. <laughs> really like and and meanwhile yeah for real but meanwhile he was really like the first person that was owning his he masters. was advocating for like, ownership like even right. even even um, when he changed his thing to, to the, the slave the thing the like that's because they the owned arm. his, his oh, yeah, name yeah. like I didn't even realize that so I had to change my name from Noriega to Nori at one point. Oh, I had to change it because right. they had invested in Capone and Noriega, so they had owned that. Right. So it was like it was crazy. A lesson so, learned. Yeah, yeah. He, learned. He, he was, business. He taught a lot of business lessons and advanced a lot of artists' understanding of ownership in the music business. Right. Man, shout outs to and Prince. Man, did you rest in peace. Did you get a chance to talk to him? Anything like something like that, or no? It was just like nah, just meeting yeah. him through that event. That's okay. all. You know, okay. I hadn't come across him too many times right. other than that. Did yeah. you meet with Don? Before Donna, Madonna, Madonna. Nah, I hadn't I, met I just Madonna. Feel like Madonna was I, around. You know, I can feel like yeah, I feel like Madonna was yeah, around. She probably, too. She probably, probably was around, song. but you know, yeah. I was in a chase. So like, I ain't fi- I ain't fuck with people just because they did this or did that. Okay. There had to be situations where you know we we were together organically. Right. You know, we met organically, shit like that. Because right, I see you got a ring on your finger. How long? Was I just got married last year. Okay, all right, so this is way yeah. before this. Yeah, right, yeah, so, yeah. You was knocking down a lot of things back man, then, man. <laughs> It's been from 15, I'm 51 now, so it's been a while, man. I've been, you know. And, and it's a thing in our community when you got good hair, you get some good pussy. Well, see, yeah, yeah that's absolutely correct. Yeah, but we got we got to also understand though, even though we as a culture glorify that, we have to understand who we are as as men and right. and as spiritual beings and learn how to control ourselves. Mm-hmm. Period and master mm-hmm. that because a lot of times I look back from the age of sixteen when the record came out mm-hmm. until now. It must have been wild for you. Yeah, it was very wild. But I feel like a lot of that was also abuse. 
not just from them, but me on my end abusing myself. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of them, I ain't had to be with a lot of them people. A lot of them didn't deserve to be with me. Or the you girls feel you me? Absolutely. The finger poppers? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. So you, you, you have to understand your value mm -hmm. yeah, and too. your worth. And you can't just be giving right yourself on. out to any of everybody, man. Are you mm -hmm. draining your energy? Because I'm telling EFN. You draining your spirit. No, seriously though, man. Yeah, we nah, just gotta real. be more serious about ourselves and our self-worth. Right. You feel me? Because right. I look back and a lot of people, I be like, damn, fuck was I doing? Mm -hmm. You feel me? Right. So it's just about realizing that and not just glorifying uh, slutty, ratchet behavior. Where was your favorite place to perform? My favorite place? Yeah. Man, I, any, anywhere they paying me. Damn. That's my favorite place to perform with our money at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Was was there a lot of promo going on um back then cuz uh, let me let me Flyers. Let, me, let me tell you let me tell you what I Radio. mean by that. Um I remember for years. <clears throat> yeah. I would have to drop an album and I would have to go state to state, go to the morning the shows. Right. That's yeah. what I mean by promo. Go to the morning shows, go to the the retail, you go to the marketing stores, go to the Wiz, the Sam Goodies, and all that. I know I'm old school saying the Wiz and Sam Goody. I know they're not open no more, right. but I'm just saying, give, to give people a We example. did some of that. Yeah. yeah. But I, I remember for the first five years of my career, I would they would call it promo. I would not get paid. But what I would notice was, like, the street team people were getting paid. Everyone else, else was getting get paid. paid. Prior, but besides the artist Well they say it was To sell your record I ain't really do Too much of that Free shit I'm gonna right. be honest yeah. I went to a few Retail spots right. I did some In stores right. But as far as Performances Very few Free performances Wow Fuck that <laughs> Even back then Even back then You knew you it You gonna pay me Damn Cause y'all getting paid Everybody getting paid right. Pay me too I did some um, Radio station shows That were Favorable And less than I would normally get But that was For, for the, the For the stations radio, right. Yeah For the spins Yes Okay For the relationship well, for, the, for the relationship yeah, really right. Cause it ain't Directly for no certain Amount of spins But you gain that rapport And that favorable You know That favoritism From the station You know I was fucked up When I would, I would do I would do free radio shows And then I would see a, Like a, a artist Just a little bit bigger than me Going and collecting a check And I'm like What the yeah. fuck am I doing here Yeah Like you know what I mean Like I went on well, the see, whole you might have needed 40. To do that at that time You're Right right You know what I'm saying Hopefully but get, Especially starting out Right They expect that of you but see, my record flew off the shelf. It was right. all over the country, all over the world. Right. So that was the promo. Right. So when I pop up now, yeah, I did some radio station shows, but they still had to cover my expenses, right. compensate me somewhat. Right. You know what I'm Maybe saying? It wasn't just like all free. They wasn't dragging me around like no puppy or right. some shit. You feel me? Right. Yeah, nah, we don't even do that. Nah, man. Oh, man. <laughs> dad, dad. Oh, man. Holy shit. I'm just thinking of that times because... Like you got to go You got to sell records Where a person Had to pick up your cassette A person had to pick up Your CD yeah. Like like I don't believe these streams I'm, I'm sorry Like 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 there's, there's kids out there With 40 million streams And I don't know Not one got, person That know one of their words Right And they got 40 million streams Well so it's automated believe. It's automated it's, They buy a lot of that shit mm -hmm. And at the end of the day Bots um, They made up Besides the bots They made up a whole Pay structure Out of fucking thin air Like yeah, right. We ain't got nothing To do with that We, 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 we didn't agree to that We didn't sign okay, yeah. We didn't sign off On nothing mm -hmm. Saying that mm -hmm. We're okay with that You feel me mm -hmm. 
Um, they just decided that this is what we gonna pay, and it's like a fraction of a penny. Like right, Snoop, yeah. Snoop came out, yeah, Snoop, Snoop it, yeah. Everybody, I know, even um, Drez is is on one about that. We all on oh, one, yeah. really, but yeah. they're actually taking action, right? You know, and I would love to be a part of any action because I ain't agreed to none of that shit neither. You know, Chuck D sued the whole he sued the whole Universal on Amen. behalf of us, and he won. Good, he won, right? I believe so. Yeah, he 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 won. I don't know. I I, I believe he only took his portion of mm. what he felt he was owed. Was like oh, a he's class taking action it. suit. Yes, yeah, class action lawsuit. Mm-hmm. I, I just can't believe like how bad it was. I don't want to say bad because it did save our well, lives. But shit, it's bad right now because yeah. yo, they getting ripped off for this streaming shit. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah, no, you're it's right. It's terrible. Like if you made your own platform and collected your own uh, earnings off of your intellectual property, it would be much more than you getting from these Spotify and all this shit going right. on right now. And I don't even like name dropping. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But any of these services, mm-hmm. they're not paying you what you weigh. They paying right. you what they feel like you weigh. Right. You feel me? Right. So that's still unfair practice. So even though these new artists feel like, yeah, 80 million streams and shit... Yeah, but you getting peanuts for it. Yeah. You should be getting eighty million dollars for your shit. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I, I, equity in those platforms. Yeah, something. Um, but you know, it's all really based around advertising and marketing and merch at this time. You know, that's and where the money mining. at. All yeah. the data mining. Yep. So that's really what it is, man. They're getting money in other ways. It's not necessarily for somebody just listening to the. And when you say get money in other ways, you're talking about the artists or you're talking about the labels? Both. Okay. Some artists are doing it, independent artists are doing it and yeah. understand it, and they understand how it is. It's it's an opportunity to other avenues to sell your merch, your shirts, right. your hats, your sneakers, your whatever you sell. Because Leo Combs made up the 360 water. deal, right? He made up this, this deal. Did he make it up? I believe so. I believe maybe he didn't make it up like how Rico, but um, the people that use Rico applied it. I believe right. it's something like that. And the thing about it is, for me, Leo has always been a great CEO to me, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he he didn't have unfair practices with other people. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is for me. But how did he have the foresight to see that records won't sell as much as they will in the future, so they have to start marketing? Because no one asked, no one, you had to cut people in on your shows. Um, I, I tell you how he knew. Okay. When that MP3 shit started. Mm. Because that was the beginning Napster? of the end. Napster, Napster. Napster. Okay. that was the beginning of the end of uh-huh. conventional record labels and record sales. Right. Because now you could share peer to peer online mm-hmm. without paying nobody no mind. You feel right. me? So even though they regulated that at a certain point, then you know it was understood like, oh damn, you ain't no going back now. Right. Ain't nobody buying nothing now. Right. You understand? And now it's even worse because they just if it ain't on their phone, they ain't gonna hear it. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna hear nothing unless you hear it on your phone. Right? How else you gonna hear it? Right. Ain't nobody really up there on the laptop all day everywhere they go, but they got that phone everywhere they go. Yeah. So it's all mobile. It's all uh, online. It's all technology now. Right. And the only way to really make some money is, oh, shit, I want that shirt he got on. Right. Oh, shit, uh, them kicks is hard. Let me right. get that. Oh, that hat is fire. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you sell shit or, or drinks or whatever right. it might be. It might right. be a bottle of this. Right. You know what I'm saying? That Deleon, goddammit. Yeah. That Deleon. <laughs> oh, my black man. Yeah. 
Right. That's exactly right. what it is. Right. Right. It's this marketing and selling other products, right. and that's how they doing it because records ain't selling. You know what so, I'm saying? So let me ask you, like how we spoke earlier, you said like um, me and you both agreed that artists, you know, uh, booking artists is probably one of the best things, right? Mm-hmm. Because we know how to treat each other artists. Why? Why isn't it more artist based? Record labels Like I, I respect What Rick Ross does I really think That he takes care Of his artists And I respect What Yo Gotti does Right mm-hmm. I really think He takes care Of his artists And that's like It's like A, a one in a, in, a, in in so, so so many Why doesn't You own your own Record label Rock him own Their own record label You know So on and so forth Karis one To try to like Nurture these new artists Well I, I do I have an artist City the Great But what I did more so Was empower him And he has his own label mm. And I show him how to move independently mm-hmm. and how to be an entrepreneur instead of me trying to, you know, own him or diddy him or some shit. You right, feel me? Right, right. I, I teach him how to be his own boss. Right. And how to make his own move. Shout out to City the Great, man. Right. And um, you know, he's he's come from you know right. some uh, adversities, let's say. Right. And um, now he's flying high, man. He was just on the show in Coney Island with me. Right. I give him a platform, give him opportunities, right. and and it changed his lives, man. So it's the education is the most important part, man. If you can give somebody the information and help them to succeed, empowerment. That's what I do. I have a nonprofit organization, and that's my whole life mission right now. Is because of my life's experience as a young child artist. I go out there and teach children how to perceive this and operate in this landscape. It's right. called special ed arts and literacy. We call it SEAL. Special ed arts and literacy. SEAL. So that's SEALArtsAndLiteracy.org. You know what I'm saying? And I mentor. I, I go do motivational speaking, keynote speaking. I go to schools. I go to the worst schools too. I don't care where they at. Right. You know what I'm saying? I go talk to them kids and get their mind right. God damn it. And, and so they don't come out here and end up like a lot of people yeah. ending up. The mortality rate in hip hop is through the roof. Crazy. Yeah, dangerous yeah. job now. And that's because they're approaching it with the wrong mindset. They're going out here flashing money, flashing guns, behaving reckless because there's no direction. But, but, all right, that, 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 that was so dope what you just said, right? Because, um, what we're saying, we're saying like the, the, the kids nowadays, they hold the money to their ear, they do it. But I'm looking at the old school videos, I'm looking at, them cell phones, the ones that didn't fold. Yeah, was I had mad. one. <laughs> yeah, the bricks. Bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bricks. So I'm looking, and that was a f- form of of flossing as well back then. Flossing and communication, because okay. now you have the ability to communicate mobile wherever you at and go right. get that money. Right. You can be out traveling and right. answer your phone and do business at the same time. I was right. doing business. Mm. I was actually the youngest in charge. I was right. really in charge Name of my album. shit. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right. So I was making more. Making calls Making decisions mm-hmm. I wasn't just Running along Behind what people say mm-hmm. I never did that right. You know what I'm saying Because I I learned No but what I'm saying is that I'm talking about The lifestyle like, like the lifestyle Like like if for some reason And I, I'm not trying to Diss the new generation Let me let me reiterate What I'm trying to say it, it felt like When when they was flossing Back then It was like a responsible Floss as opposed to What it looks like And I'm not saying that They're not responsible I'm saying it looks like It's just people Just throwing money 
like I just see kids throwing money in the mall and it's like that's not really that's not, like that yeah like, that's not no even really, real life yeah. that, that's actually um, content driven for the gram that's for that's the gram is, social that's media. for any social media right. that's what it is but they don't have any social responsibility mm-hmm. nobody is guiding them or teaching them properly so that's what I do I go and talk to the kids that may have an interest in becoming artists or entrepreneurs or media creators and I give them some perspective, some insight on how to think, how to behave, how to present yourself, how to be professional, so that you're just not out here wilding out, willing needed, and bang, then you're not there. You feel me? You need to be able to survive this game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is a long-term thing. This is right. not, you You don't want to do this for two years and then disappear. Yeah. You understand? And that's what's happening because- They've been doing it for six months now, disappearing. Crazy man. At least, at least back then they had two years. You had a hit record. You could go on tour. You could feed your family. Now, and what's fucked up about it is no one's schooling these kids. That's what I'm they're saying. They're not telling them hold that money. Don't buy that car. Right. Don't buy that. That they're just letting them go, and then that money is gone. Special ed arts and literacy. Right. That's what we do. We teach right. them better. Right. We teach you better, and so you know better, and you do better, and you succeed. Right. That's what I'm on That's right. all I'm on right now I don't compete with nobody right. I ain't out here putting out a new single This, that, and the third No right. I'm out here talking to these kids I'm going to the hoods I'm on my way to Chicago wow. I'm, I'm in Philly I'm in New York right. I'm everywhere I need to be right. I'm in North Carolina Like just wherever it's at I right. go I'm national Where I'm, you stationed at now? I'm you still live on, in New York or no? Um, nah I'm between the south I'm all over man I got a few cribs I just chill man I don't, I don't even disclose that that no okay, more, yeah, man. Like, that's a part of flossing. That's yeah, a part yeah. of yeah. I'm right here. Come get yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Too much information. Yeah, but but yeah, you know I invest wisely, and that's a part of it. Invest right. in things that appreciate. Go buy some houses. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You can get a nice car, but make sure you got a nice house first. Yes. You know what Very I'm saying? True. Something that's going to appreciate and make you money year after year. Real estate. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What what are you what are you telling the youth to and how to navigate social media? And how to navigate social media to me that's like the, is, One of the biggest issues right, right now Right It's not to be reckless Not to be offensive Be mindful of how you uh, Direct your energy And to whom you direct your energy Right Don't start You know Don't start problems There's, there's kids right now That's actually using social media To beef yeah, yeah, and, no. and, and to Dying take over it. right, and to take lives, right, and that's you know that's that's misuse of it first of all. But then if you think about it, that's that sound like an agenda to me. That sound like they making they designing this shit. Big brother, they designing this shit just for such and that we're purpose. willingly giving into it. Where before we already were like nah 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 nah. We need to do better and teach our children better. You know, and there's a lot of. Uh, Kids out here that may not have one or both parents, but you still have a community. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of them get caught up in what they would call a gang, but you know, it's up to the gang to direct them correctly and not to destroy themselves and others. You know what I'm saying? It's a responsibility that comes with all of that. Right. You could be an OG, but what kind of OG are you? You know what I'm saying? Are you teaching them how to make money, how to get it out there and not die and go to jail? Or are you just sending them off? To the wall You sending them out the door With the ratchet Go You feel me You can't do that man right. you, that, That's no not training, No training You gotta be a real OG You can't just be You know Using children mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying You can't use and abuse children man That's not looked upon You know That's not good 
Real talk. Karma, karma real. Yeah. And you're going to get all that back. You feel me? Right. Well, what, yeah. What's your, um? we talked a little bit before, but is there an affiliation with Low Lives with my boy Thurston? Oh, Low Lives, yeah. About turning, like he's, the, the way he leads, the way, you know, from showing that whole community that he was a part of a different way. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's turning what was... I wouldn't say negative because they was trying to survive, you know, and they found the lane, hustling gear, right? selling clothes. And you said you never boosted. You never, never shoplifted. But they did. They did, absolutely. They did. You know, yes. And I grew up with them. You know, I grew up with with them in, in, in Brooklyn. And um, when I came out, you know, they was everywhere. They was around. I went to school. My man Guess, actually, shout outs to my man Guess. Um, I used to cut out of school with him and he used to have moms with, we go to the crib. He lived on Rockaway. Feel me? I assume Guess used to be a lot of Guess. Yeah. Okay. He was, cool. And then he lived next door to Fee. Okay. And Fee wore the Fee lock. Okay. Feel me? <laughs> right. And then they was all surrounded by everybody else, all alone. Right. They was low life though. Wow. It was Fee low, Guess low, everybody, oh, wow. right? Yeah. Wow. So they wore more than just Polo now. It was a bunch yeah, of yeah, it was yeah, yeah. it was brands, but that was the um, lucrative brand that they could sell and monetize in the streets. I like it that Ralph Lauren actually included them in his yeah, book. Yeah, man. Like but, he, he put them yeah, in their they, book. They partially responsible for the success of his brand, right? Yep. Just really. in the fact that they was uh, you know criminalized stealing it and selling right. it, like they stole millions of dollars worth of that shit. Yeah, but they was also wearing it. They was supposed to fly. Oh niggas. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what we do. Word. I was like, damn. Heard yeah, up. absolutely. Remember Albie Square Mall. Oh yeah, yeah. Albee Square Mall. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. Brooklyn, yeah. New York. That was a land. That was a, a landmark. Dad and King's Plaza. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Anywhere up and down Fulton Street. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Downtown Brooklyn. Yes. Well, you were supposed to add our show is about giving people all their flowers while they're alive, and we wanted to give you your flowers. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Yes, sir. You are hope legend. You are icon, my yes, brother. I appreciate I, I, that. I can't wait. I can't wait. And the concert is this Sunday, and she said, "Come yeah, out." This Sunday, no, no, we did Coney Island last, last Sunday. Week. Okay, this, this one is Sunday it. coming up is going to be in Marcus Garvey Park uptown in Harlem. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. and I'm doing a Native Tongue tribute uh, for Red Alert and Rest wow. in Peace, Baby Chris, wow. Chris Lighty, yeah. and um, it's going to feature Red Alert, the Jungle Brothers, uh, Black Sheep, Drez, Chi Ali, Moni Love, and um, yeah, we doing it like that. And you assigned to um, Chris Lighty? It was Violator? Nah, that oh. was just my boy, man. Okay. Like we was friends. How did y'all connect? We connected through the industry, um, through him being a violator in a native tongue. Okay. I fucked with them. They was all my people. I toured with them. Okay. You know, I toured with Tribe Called Quest a lot. You know what I'm saying? They was native tongue too. They are. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And um, just being family, man, we treated each other with respect, man. Like, I done, he done took me, I done spent the night to, by the crib just chilling. Right. You know what I'm saying? Up in the Bronx. I used to be up in the Bronx all the time, man. Right. Like, I, went, I went anywhere I pleased. Right. On this, in this, on this planet, you look like Jesus. That's it, <laughs> Jesus. Hey, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I'm, I'm basically like Jesus in the street. Yeah, you I, feel I feel me? it. I feel yeah, it. that's I feel, that's what I feel it is. Ordained right now. I feel <laughs> Amen. You, Amen. It's, it's, it's raining on me. It's you are healed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. How, how much, how much Beijing do you use? I don't use none. You don't use none. I don't use none at all. Like and I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I had one longer gray hair right here, and I, I got upset when it broke. 
my shit broke. You had one. I had one in my beard. I got a got a few little here and there out there, but this is genetic, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm blessed. Thanks to my moms and pops who gave the drops of life. Fruits and berries. Just regular eating fruits and berries. I don't put the shit in my hair now. Now you don't remember coming to America and he was like, this is fruits and berries. He said, hey, that must girl. Yeah, yeah. Now this the natural, this the mother and father uh, gift that they gave me, man. They blessed me, but and they, I'm, I'm but, glad. But back in the days, that was like the shit to have an S girl, and you got good hair. Did anybody ever accuse you of having an S girl? Um, well, no, nah, I think they could tell, they could see okay. from you know the grade or whatever, right. the, you know the grade of hair, you know, right. just my my complexion. They would think I was you know like Dominican, yeah. Puerto Rican, Trinidad, right. Guyanese, and those are all people with more curly or straight right. hair. So you ain't never like act like you was one of them to get some pussy or something? Nah, I ain't never had to act. I ain't never had to act to do that. You just see, hey, all I, I ain't even I had to say. I just fall back and let it happen. You feel me? Yeah, I ain't never had to do nothing for it. You okay. feel me? Okay. Well, we got a game on our show. It's called Quick Time and Slime. You're not drinking, so you can pick any one of these brothers that drink for you. I suggest you pick the Haitian because he used to rock the Jamaican belt. And he had no permission for no yard vine. He had no permission. I suggest you pick the Haitian because cause yeah, yeah, because he had no permission to rock the yard, man, bro. Yeah. I could right. do it with the coconut water. All right, no, no, no. You have him. You can, you right, can, you got you can have him take the shot. Yes, sir. Shot. All right, cool. And you, you, like, you, you, you good? You gonna I'm do a shot of beer? Okay, yeah. cool. All right, Primo or Pete Rock? Oh, explain the rules. All right, explain the rule. Yeah, explain the rules is if you pick both, then he drinks. If you be politically correct and you say neither, then he drinks. But um, if you pick one, then nobody, nobody drinks. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you ready? All right. Primo or Pete Rock? Both. Drink. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he understands the science. Yeah. He understands the science. But these is my people. These yeah, my family, right, cool, so I cool. can't, you know, it's, it's in. Okay, this uh, DMX or Biggie? DMX or Biggie? Yeah. Biggie. Okay. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Guru or Big Al? That's a good one. Mm. Guru. Good one. Guru because he done gave me a haircut. That's That was my my, my man. Like, my man, my man. Like, hey, I done been uh, to his uh, crib. Nah, Guru was a good dude. Yeah. Guru's a barber on the low. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Guru was a barber. I was too. I used to cut hair before what I started rapping. Yeah, what yeah. I cut my whole, my whole hood. I cut all their hair. But one time we was at the new music seminar up in the city. Uh-huh. And Guru was like, yo, I got to run to my crib real quick. I was like, yo, I come with you. Fuck it. Let's go. So so we went to his crib I got a little shape up and shit And then we went back To the new music seminar Hell so yeah Guru shaped you up Yeah yeah God damn and my it man, Yeah rest Holy in peace rest And in peace. my man Holly Rock Rest in peace Introduced me to him From East New York Cause wow. they was down With the East New York crew mm. And uh, we kinda came out At the same time And did a lot of things together You know we, we Little side shows And side hustles We did a lot of shit together man He was also a youth counselor Wow. Yeah, he was a counselor, man. Guru Rest was a real dude. Rest in peace, Guru. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I got drunk with Guru a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this yeah, yeah. Before he, drink tabs, yeah, like, he, he <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, oh, it worked. Yeah. Okay, I like this one. You wanna take this yeah. one? Yeah. Okay. Kane or LL? Kane. Man. Brooklyn. 
Damn. Yo, he's super broke. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Straight Yo, up. Nuka would never stop you no from hesitation Brooklyn. on that. Yeah. And it ain't, I'm going to tell you, well, I ain't going to tell and you. And we got man. Kane Fuck coming it. up too. Yeah, yeah Kane. Yeah, shout out to Big Daddy Kane. That's the OG. Matter of fact, he was like a big brother to me too. Like, he done come to church after the hood to pick me up. We go to the Apollo, hang out, chill, mm-hmm. go watch uh, one of them little black exploitation flicks at the mm-hmm. crib, chill. We laugh and get mm-hmm. gigging it up. He was a big brother, man. Right. Like, I respect the shit out of Big Daddy Kane, was man. His eyebrows cut at the time? Probably. Yeah. Probably so. I ain't gonna, I gotta tell Kane. Drink! I think fucked up than you, Kane. Drink for the eyebrows. No, you been Kane. You been Kane. Yeah, I been Kane. I been Kane. I know he. I know what you're gonna pick yeah. with this one. Howie T or Eric Sherman? Howie T, man. <laughs> Brooklyn. Okay. Chub Rock or Heavy one. D? Chub Rock. Brooklyn. I like his loyalty. I like it. New Jack City or Juice? Juice. He's in okay. it. That's right, you in it? Yeah. <laughs> you got to talk about that. Man, how, how did you get in the juice? I forgot that one. Well, I wasn't really, really supposed to be in the movie <laughs> at all. It was like I a actually, super cameo. Some, some yeah, that's, yeah, what happened was I read for the part because I wanted to be in the movie at the time. So I read for the part of the curly head kid. Of course you did. So when I went to the set, I went to the set to go fuck with Pac. That was my man. Like, we was tight. So I produce records for we Pop. We gotta talk about this. Yeah, yeah. You gonna just so, skip over this? <laughs> so yeah, so I went to the set to go chill with Pac, and when I saw who they casted for the part I read for, I was like, how the fuck y'all get a lookalike? Why y'all ain't get the real nigga, right? right. So Pac was like, yo, you read for this movie? I was like, yeah, son, and they gave it to the other curly head dude. What the fuck? <laughs> who is this other curly head right, dude? Right, right, who, who is this Q? other curly head? Okay, so. That was Raheem, right? That- yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, and I end up taking this girl, right? So, <laughs> so, so Pac, so hold on. So Pac was like, he acted, he acted like he was go, he acted like he had to do something. So he was like, yo, I'm gonna be right back. I'll be right, right back. So he left. And when he came back, he was like, yo, Ed, I got you a little part in the movie, man. It ain't a big part, but it's a little cameo. Uh-huh. I ain't even know he was doing that. So I was like, come on, son, you ain't had to do that. Right. Give thanks though, and then I went out there and they had this um this uh drop top Jeep, you know them Wranglers with no top and the, it had like a fuzzy steering wheel Eddie and, Giggs got one to this and I was like oh hell no, uh-huh. I'm not driving that shit. Thanks for the part, but uh-huh. I'm gonna drive my shit. Right. So they looked at my shit and was like I had the red Passat with the foons with the Funsa rims, the chrome Ooh. shit. Yeah. Yeah, only only me only me and the shop owner had them rims. Right, right. Yeah, so I, I spent a little paper on them, but um, they saw my whip and they was like, all right, we use your car. So we found a little crackhead that was washing cars and was like, all right, clean my shit up. We going to do this. Wow. And, and we did the scene. In Harlem. In Harlem. Right. Yeah, we did the scene. But but talk to us about Pac, because me, I, I don't think you ever met Pac either, no, right? That's one of, I've yeah, never got, right. had a chance to meet Pac. Pick up to uh, the Outlaws and everyone. You yeah. Know what I mean? So I always Amen. ask a lot of questions about Yeah, no worries. It's not because because I just never, I'll never get that back. What it is is I met Pac through um, through a mutual friend and through Latifah's uh, crew. I used to date one of our dancers, right? Feel me? Latifah's dancers. Yeah, so they were on tour with Digital Underground at Mm. the time and I had spot dates that I used to do with them. I toured with all of them, Mm. but they introduced me to Tupac. He was a roadie for Digital Underground at the time and I met all of them. Money B, Shock G, we we all tight. Like, I still fuck with Money B now. Rest in peace, Shock G. Rest in peace, Shock G. Rest in peace. And, um, you know, we met there and it was 
was organic and we was all just cool. We, right. we all fucked with each other. When I went to L.A., I called him up one time too and he was like, damn, I'm in the Bay, but I come fuck with you. And he drove all the way to LA to come just wow. hang out with me. Six hours close. away, yeah. right? It's maybe like And yeah, uh, we like went that. out. We went hanging out and shit, but then when he came to New York all the time, he would call me and, and act too and then he would come by the studio and that's how we ended up producing for him because he, 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 he said they had put him on and he had a record deal now. Okay. So he was like, if you got any beats, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So, so he came through and we put him on some beats mm. and um, did some production for him. So, mm. you know, that was a blessing. But that was organic too. Like, I didn't try to jump on a record right. because he had a deal. I just produced. I did what he asked. But, but it's funny you, you say that because we could clearly see the relationship that Pac had with you. We could clearly see the relationship that Pac had with uh, Buckdown, um, or uh, Buckshot Duck Shorty, yeah. Duckdown. Yeah. Um, Duck, Buck, Buckshot Shorty. Nah, he was a great dude, man. He was a good dude. It, it, Even it, with Biggie early on. Yeah. Like, he, was, he had like a Brooklyn connection. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was just a, a real dude, period. He was stretching a live squad too in Queens too. Yeah. But, um, but what I'm saying is, was there a difference that you could noticeably recognize um, from the park that you knew from Digital Underground days to the park that, did you meet the park from, on Death Row Park? Well, at that time, well, meet, I already knew him, but I didn't see him when he came home and got on Death Row and all that. And actually, I was in LA one time, and I was, that's when I used to smoke, man. Matter of fact, let me just say, man, I stopped smoking weed after 40 years. Wow. I'm Jamaican, so that shit come with the family. But I stopped smoking weed this year. Yeah. I just stopped a few months ago, you know? Don't get excited. Don't get excited. It's all fresh. But it's just control. It's just self-control. You know what I'm saying? I control myself. So what I was saying again... We talking about pot, but hold on. We're going to get back to pot. Make sure we go back to pot. But hold on. What made you stop smoking? I want to know that part. Well, I've been doing it so long. I'm like, when am I gonna stop? Oh, okay. How am I gonna destroy myself in the process? I stopped smoking cigarettes. Am I gonna kill? Yeah, I had to do that too. When I was a teen, I used to smoke Newports. Really? At one point, I smoked Black and Miles. I had to stop, like, step by step. When I moved to the south, I moved to the south. Yeah, that's what down south. I moved to the south, and yeah. Okay, I stopped. I, I, nah, long years ago, years ago, years ago. I stopped smoking Newports probably over 10, 15 years ago. And then I stopped smoking Black and Miles a few years ago because I was in the South. And that's like a, I picked that shit up from like Mark Sparks and shit, like North Carolina. They all, they all doing some shit yeah. with them. They and take it out and put yeah. it back in. I just loosen it up like this yeah, and yeah, smoke yeah, it. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But they used to take it apart and peel shit off. Right. I'm like, this ain't weed. Right. But yeah, shout out to Mark Sparks and the whole team out there in Charlotte, man, for real. So let me ask you, because Tupac, right? I mean, this was a totally different person. Yeah, he got so, to death row. Yeah, so okay. what happened was I was in LA uh, one time and I was smoking some high grade and I passed out. My my boy, my boy, my boys went to the party and seen Pac. Right, right. And I woke up tight. I woke up and I'm I'm in there by myself. I'm like, what the fuck going on? Where everybody at? Right. They at the party. Right. I'm like, I was so pissed at these motherfuckers, boy. Right. right. And then they come back in. Yo, yeah, they were high and drunk. Yeah, so that shit was up. I'm like, y'all motherfuckers, man. They was like, yo, sir, we seen Pac. I was like. Get the fuck away from me. Did you have a relationship with Big? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I had a relationship with Big through, and it started through my man Klepto. And actually, that's another person I went to elementary. Yeah, I went okay. to elementary with him. Okay, wow. I got a picture online of me and him like this tall. Wow. With our little slacks and button-ups wow. like this, you know, stunting. Wow. But we was in elementary. We grew up together. So anyway, he came by. I had a studio in Brooklyn called a Dollar Cab Lab. Dollar Cab Lab. Yeah, I that's, take the dollar van to go to church. Exactly. Uh -huh. Dollar okay. van. So yeah, dollar van. That's why we call it Dollar Cab 1, Lab. 1,500 people in that van. Hell yeah. yeah. For a dollar. <laughs> yeah, for a dollar. Can't for a beat dollar. that. Boston's Boulevard. <laughs> yeah. Boston's Boulevard. So um, the Dollar Cab Lab. What was I saying again? Uh, we done went in a tangent. Studio, going to oh, yeah. Biggie, right? Yeah, okay. Oh, so, Clep came by the studio, and everybody used to come by the studio, but he came by and was like, yo, Big putting us on, and we gonna do an album. Mm. Once again, you got some beats? Oh, come on. Hell yeah. I got a whole team. Mm -hmm. By that time, I had probably like five, six producers with me in the Dollar Cab Lab. Mm -hmm. What I did was I had all the equipment in the studio, and then I called all my homies, and I said, look, I'm going to show y'all how to use this shit. Mm. So I taught all of them how to use the machines, how to sample, how to loop up, how to mm. sequence, all that shit. And so we always had beats. Right. We had a gang of beats. Dollar Cab so a Biggie a beat, you saying? Yeah, two. We we did like two or three. We did like, I think it was two joints on the Junior Mafia album. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, well, that's the only album they did, but we did a uh, two joints on there, Murder Ones and Oh My Lord. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you ever think because um, uh, you know of who Biggie was and who Pac was that they would ever cross paths and, and they get this bad? Nah, actually, um, you know, I think that was all third party and entourage mm -hmm. shit. And that's that's mm -hmm. really the problem is just sometimes the people you around and what they add to the mix. They add either negativity or positivity. You feel me? So that's what happened, man. I, I think between them two as individuals, they was never in a problem. Um, you know, I think it's more so of the things that happen and pot blaming big for not warning him forewarning him or right. informing him right you know what I'm saying and I think that's where they, they got it got right. tumultuous but as men as individuals man we all had love for each other period we had Warren G sit here the other day and Warren G said that he actually met with Big and he he had a message to relate to Pac he never had got it to Pac and he said that he thinks single handedly one of those messages might have changed the whole trajectory of this whole situation you think you think because that, that lack of communication because you know if they would have probably got on the phone with each other they probably would have said yo bro I'm not beefing with you I'm not doing that you think that that was a, a big part yeah I think that was a big part but also I think there was a lot of fire in Pac at the time I mean you he got shot up you know right. what I mean yeah. um Regardless of how it happened or what happened, the fact is that it happened in our home. Mm -hmm. You feel me? That's like if we go to L.A. and something happened in the studio where right. they at. Right. It's going to feel like, yo, bro. It's going to automatically feel weird. Yeah, it's going to feel weird. So I think that energy, you know, just ran off and took a life of its own without men getting to speak man to man and heal the situation. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. I agree. You want to go to the next one? We lost some icons there. Um, where we at? Rest in peace to both of them, man. Yes, yes. Yep. All right. MOP or Black Moon? Oh, man. 
drink, man. Yeah. Because they both from Brooklyn. Yeah, that's right. And, and I fucks with both of them. Yeah. They all, you know, Lil Fame, that's my little, they all, come both on, legendary. man. Yeah, and then Buckshot and Boot Camp actually came up in the Dollar Cab Lab in my studio. Really? Yeah, so when they started recording. Who you said? Boot Camp Click. Okay, wow, okay. When they started the Boot Camp Click deal. Wow. And started recording all their albums, OGC, Helter Skelter, et cetera, Rock and Rock and all that. They started in my studio wow. in Brooklyn, in the Dollar Cab Lab. It used to be like 10, 15 of them just laid out everywhere. Because, hmm. you know, we had a fit. It was a, it was like a, a, a not an, it was an apartment, but we turned it into a studio, and it was different rooms all over. We had video game rooms, TV Google Brothers room. next week, too. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, shout them out. Yeah. Yeah, they know. Just oh, ask yeah. them about the Dollar Cab Lab. Yeah, yeah. I wish I would have been there. Dollar Cab Lab. Hell yeah, you'd have been welcome. We yeah, welcomed everybody. Yeah. Everybody been there. And when they came through Brooklyn, they came and stopped off and, and chill. Even if they didn't record, they, uh, they came by to chill. You feel me? It was a family. It was it was a vibe. Okay. Fab or Kiss. I know Fab is from Brooklyn, <laughs> but, we, but me and Jada have always had a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, me and the locks. Like, right. see, certain groups, you know, certain groups we gravitate to just on the strength of realness. And I spent a lot of time out in Yonkers, too. I used to go fuck with them down, on, down the road and all that. And, you know, they show love. So, right. and I done seen them all over the country. You right. feel me? And, I'll, and those, see, if, if Jada was having a show or some shit, I might go yeah. pull up. Yo, what up, yeah. son? Boop, 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 yeah. boop, like that. So, you know, he's been out to Charlotte. I ran up on him in L.A., this, that, and the third. Like, that's the type of relationship we got. So I would just say Jada, man. Yeah. I, 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 and I don't know if this is a for skill or for the relationship. Oh, copy, yeah, yeah, copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like this pick right now. Yeah. This is all your criteria. Jay-Z or Nas? Jay-Z or Nas. I'm going I'm to give it to Brooklyn. Okay. I'm going to give it to Brooklyn just because I'm from Brooklyn, but I love them both. Okay. You know, and, and to be real, to be really real, they both show me love. I probably spent a lot more time around Nas and just fucking with Nas, mm -hmm. but, um, and I booked Nas before, you know, okay. we brought him to Charlotte, right. but, um, you know, shout out to both. Man, you should drink for that, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to spit, well, fuck it, nah, drink. Nah, yeah, yeah. Drink, drink, drink for that one, man, both. Drink. Okay. OC or Law Finesse? OC or Lord Finesse. Mm. You can go ahead and just drink again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> ODB? No, you have a problem. You have a drinking problem. <laughs> You're like, I don't have a problem. <laughs> All right. <laughs> ODB or Bismarcky? Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to just have to say Bismarcky. They both Brooklyn, mm -hmm. but Bismarcky, I've, I've had a big bro relationship with Bismarcky for 30-something years, right. since the beginning of my career. See the like, documentary that's coming yeah, it's out? A, no, it's dope. It's out already? Yeah, it's out. It's oh. out. I have to watch it then. Watch it. Yeah. Rest in peace to Bismarcky. He has always been the most loving, the most genuine, the most real of people Period. I wanted, and, to play, I wanted to play him in a movie. Oh, okay. Like if a movie come out of the Juice Crew, I'm going to go play. <laughs> oh. 
And, and no, let me tell you a little when story. When you watch it, you're going to start. Yeah. Let me tell you a little story about Biz, Let's man. Go. Back in the days, and he changed my perspective on some things. One of them was we had a show in Puerto Rico. Mm. And Biz comes to the show with no luggage, nothing. He just had a Walkman on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, son. Yeah. And, and the whole time, it's just Biz and the Walkman. Ain't uh. no bag, nowhere, no nothing. Uh. I'm like, Oh, this nigga's real. Meantime, I got all kinds of bag. I got a robe in my shit. I got Fendi luggage. I'm like, and it's only a, a, a one night show, but right. the lesson I learned is, man, fuck all this. If you in and out, you in and out. Wow. I might carry a little bag here and there now, yeah. but uh, I learned from Biz, like, man, fuck this. It ain't really all about all that. Just wow. go in, get your money, do well, what you got to do, and get go. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. Business. Shout out to Biz, man. Yo, he really Rest in peace, was connected Biz. to so many people. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Biz, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we Biz keep was going. a real big bro. Yeah, his connections was ill, and, and I don't want to ruin it, but people need to watch that documentary. It's, it's dope. All right, next one. Havoc or Large Pro? I would say, yeah, I would say Large Pro because of my relationship with Large Pro. I done been to his crib in Queensbridge in the apartment. And matter of fact, that's where I first met Nas at, was in Large Pro crib. You feel me? Because Nas lived in, the, in Queensbridge at the time, and I went to Large Pro crib to, to get some tracks right. and um, hear some beats. And um, Nas popped in, and we actually had a little cypher. You know what I'm saying? Just me and him and, and Large Pro. So shout out to Large Pro. And like I said, shout out to Nas. That's why I say, man, you know, you got to drink because, you know what I'm saying, me and, you know, that's that's the little homie there. That's the little bro. All right, the next one, Karis One or Chuck D? Chuck D. Chuck D. <laughs> Salute Chuck D. Yeah. Nah, you know why? Chuck D has always been stand up. Yeah, yeah. And we used to tour. And... One thing I learned from Chuck Torin is that to take this business seriously because while we was wilding out, smoking weed, getting drunk, this, that, and the third, we were going to a truck stop and Chuck D is sitting at the table with the whole team around the table and they in some deep ass conversation doing the knowledge. Yeah. You feel me? And I always looked at that like, man, I'm out here to have fun. But I had to take and learn from what I saw from Chuck. Right. And that was to take this business serious and to treat it serious. You feel me? So I would say Chuck D unequivocally. And you met Nas at Large Pro House? Yeah. I met I met Nas at Large Pro House in Queensbridge. Mm. And I remember, um, I remember, yeah, we had a little cypher. We was playing beats. Me and Nas start spitting. We had to get down low because the speakers and the mic feedback. <laughs> so we were down low, crouching, spitting and shit. But one of the neighbors must have been complaining because this shit was banging. Large Pro was getting all irate, grabbed the ratchet. I'm like, yo, just easy, son. You gotta, I'm like, yo, son, I'm like, you gotta live here, son. Chill out. Like, what you gonna do? Shoot out the window? Come on, son. <laughs> Shout out to Large Pro, man. That's, oh, the, that's the homie. Um, Illmatic or ready to die? <clears throat> Illmatic or ready to die? Mm. He could drink for that. Okay, yeah. Drink for that. He ain't got no problems, but a drinking problem. <laughs> AZ or Cormega? Um, AZ or Cormega? 
AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was... And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me. <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. They they in the same team, ain't they? Yeah, but you still got to pick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they was like partners, huh? They yeah. on the same records and shit, right? Somewhat. Okay. All right, you could drink for that, man. Oh, uh, yeah, cool. They, they cool. MC Light or Queen Latifah? Oh man, I'm gonna say MC Light. Um, and I've had I, I've had a great relationship with Latifah, but I think throughout the years I've seen and been around and had more communication with Light. Mm-hmm. But you know, we used to tour together. Like I've shared my tour bus with Latifah and them, man. Like mm-hmm. we we've been um, flavor unit. Yeah, flavor Shaquem. unit. Shout out Shaquem. Shout out the whole team. You know what I'm saying? Um, Rest in peace, Miss Owens. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but ma- matter of fact, just drink to that, man. Fuck that. <laughs> drink to that. But light is Brooklyn, right? Light is Brooklyn, but you are gonna still drink. Okay. Tupac or Easy E? <clears throat> Tupac. Rest Have you period. ever met Easy E? 
I've I didn't meet him. I seen him. He was with Dre at a party in the um what was that Mars or some shit back in the days on the West Side Highway, mm-hmm. and um him and Dre came to the party. We were standing outside at the door waiting to get in. That's the only time I ever seen Easy. I seen Dre plenty of times. I done been to Dre studio. Shout outs to Dre, man. Uh, one love, but um yeah definitely. Uh, who I picked? <laughs> you, uh, Tupac. You, you Tupac. Picked Tupac. Come on, son. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, the, the tracks you said you produced for Pac were any on the albums? Then? Absolutely. Do you remember one the was on the album strip, Strictly for My Niggas. <clears throat> and one was. The Thug Life album, right? Uh, no, the Thug Life album. No, the album was called Strictly oh, for oh, My oh, Niggas. Oh, just Pac. And, and then the other one was. Uh, Post his passing, um, they put out a project and they asked for the record because it was never released. Mm-hmm. It was called Open Fire. Okay. And shout out to DJ Action too. Video Music Box or your own TV raps? Video Music Box, Ralph man. McDaniels Uncle got that. Ralph, yes. Brooklyn. Yes. yes. Once again. But no, besides, Ralph, is, Ralph is from Queens, guy. Well, I always <laughs> see Ralph in Brooklyn. <laughs> Fuck that. Ralph from Brooklyn to me. Ralph, you from Brooklyn. But um, nah, but Uncle Ralph, because he's still at it. He's still mm-hmm. going. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. I had Ralph host the Coney Island show, and Ralph is hosting wow. in, in Harlem with me. I wow. always incorporate Ralph. He always show me love. He showed me more love than most You feel wow. me? Throughout my entire career Like wow. period So Uncle Ralph all day You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know Ed Lover and Dr. Dre I love y'all too But Ralph is my fat OG, man That's that's Unc, yeah. yeah Big Fat Five ready as well Yeah N.W.A. or Wu-Tang Clan? Oh Wu Tang. Okay. Wu Tang is for the kids. Wu-Tang now, for you the know children. what? Besides that, man, Wu Tang was dropping knowledge and positivity. Right. You know, NWA brought the age of destruction. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. NWA brought the age of destruction to our children and our culture. Wow. Period. Hey, I respect all of them as men. But as the art form And you want me to speak on the art form I'm going to tell you what it is That's where it started Wow That's where the agenda started And that's where the destruction began Of gangster rap you would give that to them Or was it Ice-T? Well Ice-T Yeah Ice-T did that I ain't say they started gangster rap But what happened was When the president sent them that letter Uh They went ham with that shit Right Like you know And they had a more of a presence mm-hmm. You know Ice-T did his numbers back You know He did his thing That's my OG too Ice-T But And W-A Ran away with it In such a way Where it was like For real Word. That's all we gonna do Yeah You know It was genius for them And they made Millions of dollars Off of it But Look at what it caused You they feel me They said fuck the police early Yeah <laughs> We all were saying Fuck the police But they said it on record On record Absolutely <laughs> For the record And I respect them For that too Right Shabba Ranks Or Buju Bantan Shabba Ranks Or Buju Hmm Shabba the OG Shabba Bro, you gonna drink for that? So they both from yard. Both from yard. Big up our yard man. Uh, drink for the yard man, them. Belly or shatters? Belly or shatters? Movies. We're talking about movies. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, hmm. 
I would say shatas. You took the what and you tucked the what? <laughs> You're going too far now. Yeah, yeah, you're going too shatas. That's the shatas. You took the what and took the what? I remember they was filming right around the corner. Yeah, yeah I went That's up to the, was I went to the Let's set one time. Skinny <laughs> so you went with shatas. Okay. Master Ace or J. Rude Damager? Hmm. I would go with Ace because of our long-standing relationship. Right. And I do have a long-standing relationship with J. Rue as well, but I think I've had more interaction and then sharing the Crooklyn soundtrack. Crooklyn. Right. I'm going we back to talk Crooklyn. About I'm going back to Crooklyn. Hold on. Supercat or Bounty Killer? I don't know why Jamaica accent keep coming out of me. <laughs> well, see, one is the OG... Super and Bounty cat. is actually now an OG. I actually did... Supercat, your cousin. I could tell. <laughs> I, I did, actually, I'm going to tell you, though. I did the first hip-hop collab with Bounty Killer. Wow. On my album. Wow. It was called Just a Killer. Wow. Yeah, it was on my album Revelations. I actually flew down to Jamaica to King Jammy's studio with the cash. Wow. With the cash. Right. And paid the man when... You know he was he you know before he had all the hip hop fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, ninety four, I believe. Yeah, he flew to the yard with b- yeah cash. Yeah, very dangerous thing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. a dangerous guy, man. Don't get it <laughs> twisted. I'm I, I'm Jesus on the street, <laughs> but you know I'm also Good. you know I'm a many things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Respect. Respect. But hey. Hey, my family, my family is from Kingston, Jamaica. You know all of them. You know my um, favorite place in Kingston, Jamaica is Tivoli Gardens. Oh, okay. I love it. Enjoy that. I love it. Enjoy I yourself. Love it. <laughs> Enjoy yourself for me. Alright, this is the last one. You want to take it? Loyalty or respect? Loyalty. Mm. Cause you gonna get respect, but loyalty, loyalty. You know what I'm saying? Because then you know who you can trust and you know you know who you can fuck with. Right. You know what I'm saying? Anybody can respect you. You can scare a motherfucker into respecting you, but that don't mean they're going to be loyal. Right. You know what I'm saying? They can run and go tell the police. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'll take that loyalty. So I know I can trust you with whatever. We good. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I, I respect that. I respect that. That makes noise. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a take, I take my respect. Right. I take my respect, period. Right. But loyalty is rare. Right. Loyalty, you got to really be loyal. You got, and not everybody's loyal. You feel me? You can always take your respect because that's what I've been doing. Right. Like, fuck that. I'm going to take my respect. But Demand. loyalty, you can't, you know, by the time you turn your back, you don't, you don't know. It might right. be a knife in it. You feel right. me? Yep. Yeah. Did you did you um I know you say you don't go to concerts, but did you get to see clips of the hip hop fifty concert in Yankee Stadium? Um no. You think it's it, be, no? it been on my timeline, but okay. I just keep scrolling. Okay, scroll. I don't fuck with appropriation. Okay. Appropriation. What do you mean by that? I mean motherfuckers trying to um uh come up off of the people um, that ain't that wasn't done by nobody I could respect in this industry. That was done by uh, you know the man that was put together by the man that was exploited by the man. 
And they, I don't know what the ticket prices was, but I could imagine. Right. But you don't think that was a good thing? I think no. that was a good thing overall. No, overall it was a good thing, but for them to do it wasn't. I, I would have right. rather seen Red Alert do that. I would have right. rather seen uh, Ralph McDaniels do that. Right, I would but, rather see somebody in the culture win from that rather than these entities, the vampires, come in and do that. And then not really respect the actual culture and not value the culture. They they came to me. I mean, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to say this. <laughs> Both Rock the Bells and the Yankee Stadium shit both came to me and lowballed me and I felt disrespected like nah y'all gotta pay y'all can't come to me and, and offer me half of what I want right. the fuck out of here y'all not doing that to the other groups right. y'all ain't doing that to run DMC I know that for a fact right. period right. you know what I'm saying but you gonna come to these other artists and think you can determine what they're worth uh -huh. and that's not how this works but Okay, you, you was finished? Yeah. But what I'm asking, sometimes, um, <clears throat> sometimes I feel like the culture does deserve a pay cut sometimes when it comes from the culture. Like the fact that it's coming from LL. It, it ain't come from, nah, man. Look, look, he got his own brand and his thing going and that's wonderful. Right. But he don't speak for me and he don't speak for my genre right. or my timeline. Right. He don't even speak for half the artists that I fuck with. Right. You understand? Right. I see he's speaking for Queens. That's right. cool, but I'm from Brooklyn. No, no, no. I'm from BK. No, 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 no. Bro I can't, I can't Brooklyn, that. look, man. Do you understand all the money I done took, man? Well, listen. But I, I can't I can't say that because I've been on one rock. Well, see, you from Queens too. No, 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 no. no. I've well, been on well, one yeah. rock. Well, well, see, he came to you, right? And he but treated I, you properly. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I well, took see, a pay cut, though. I took a pay cut. I did. I did. I did. Um. But what I'm trying to say is, I think that sometimes it's unfair to like. But hold on. How okay. you gonna take a pay cut? But he charging the shit out the audience. I just can't tell. I don't know. Well, see, I can. <laughs> I could tell anybody yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. don't run. There ain't no man on this earth above me. I'm your idol, the highest title. Numero uno. <laughs> Nigga, please. <laughs> so when you come to me, step to me correctly. That's it. That's all I ask. You right. a grown man. You already right. know. Right. I've toured with LL before. Right. I mean, when I was coming out and my shit was hot on the street. Right. He put me on spot dates to sell tickets. Right. I'm familiar with the process. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm also familiar with the fact that, you know what I'm saying, there was a lot of people that wasn't around for a very long time. Right. But now they want to come back and take everything. Come on, bro. Right. But um, and Yankee Stadium, Nas was involved. Mass appeal. Well, he he kind of that's that that was Nas' whole stance with MC Shan was to say that he's involved, meaning that he took the money, but like he didn't necessarily have everything to do with the actual bookings. Up. Nah, this is what I'm trying to tell right, you. It's not. Hey, listen. Even with I'm gonna just say this. Even with a rock the bells, even with a mass appeal, these are other entities involved that are pulling the strings. Period. Prove me wrong, but but Master Pill got a hip hop museum. I, I feel like they're no, the, hey, museum. There, hey, Universal all of that shit is appropriation, bro. Right. There's museums everywhere. Museums right. popping up everywhere. Museums overseas. Museums every fucking where, bro. See, that see, ain't nothing but another person 
doing what they got to do to make money off of hip hop. Wow. That is not the participants of the art. Wow. Call me when Red Alert got a museum. What would you have done different if, if, if they came to you, like you say, you curated uh, right. these. So if they came to you, if Yankee Stadium, let's say, let's, let's right. take out Mass Appeal, let's take out uh, Rock the Bells at LL, let's say just Yankee Stadium, right? They themselves said, yo, um, Ed, we love what you've been doing. Can, can you, this is in your hands. What would you have done? I would have contacted all the artists that deserve to be recognized mm -hmm. and I would have gave them recognition and participation in the event. Okay. At what they ask. Can you name 10 artists you would have booked? Yeah, I can, but that's a whole uh, uh, that's a fucking assignment right there. Like, I gotta dig into my I gotta right, open my, my phone my and shit. My but bad. yeah, I mean, just in general. I don't even know who was there, who was not. You feel me? <laughs> I saw some flyers. You know, this who and that and the there? third. Yeah, Cool Herc is everywhere. Right. Respect. Shout outs to Cool Herc. And I'm gonna just say, man, Cool Herc. Um, you know, he's he's Jamaican. He brought his set outside. Right. He had a party. Right. You know what I'm saying? He did what Jamaicans do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm I'm glad that um they appreciated that in the Bronx, and I'm I'm glad that they attribute that to hip hop. Are you trying to say that's like normal? That's that's what we do. That's all what right. Jamaicans been doing. Come outside the big speakers. If you look at all the speakers, even in the historical photographs and shit, you'll see the Jamaican flags on them. And the horns. And the, yeah, they sound they sound system. They yeah. sets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Nah, that's nah, that's nah. a that's a part of the that's a part of the culture. All right. All right. Know what I'm saying? All right. I think Crazy Leg said something like that. Like like he just said, yeah, that there was a lot of parties around that time. Well, what I want to say, yeah, parties a party. I'm not right. gonna blame anything on one party, but what I do want to say is I hear a lot of people talking about, oh well, I invented this and I invented that and I invented that. Come on, bro. Y'all need to ease up. Talk to DJ Hollywood, man. Yeah, Snoop Dogg broke out DJ Hollywood. Yeah, man, have Snoop him up here, man. Like, I mean, it's good. We can all have a, a credit for our contributions, but when you start talking about you inventing shit, like, go patent something. And when you say DJ Hollywood, was that technically the first MC? Well, technically, he can break shit down as an OG and let right. you know what was happening during that time because right. other a lot of people claiming a lot of shit you right. feel me and I respect everybody I respect all according my to OGs. the hip hop less, le, le, lessons uh, they say Kokla Rock was the first MC the quote first MC but then I'm hearing like as far as rocking the party DJ Hollywood was the first person to, 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 like, to rock the, the mic. party well see so. that's between them I wasn't even there <laughs> right, you feel right, me right, 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 I wasn't right. even there right. but I do know a party is a motherfucking party right. and unless y'all started a part like the a whole concept of having a party right. I mean talk to me because essentially that's what they say hip hop was born out of a, a party a, a girl I don't think it was just the party I think the fact that he was bringing the breaks back and forth at that party is at that party saying. yes what, there's, what what is being said what do you believe? What does Special Ed believe? What do if, I believe? If aliens came down if right aliens now, aliens came said, down right now, said, Special Ed, how did hip hop get started? What would you say? Okay, there was a whole lot of uh, crooners and people making records, rapping, uh -huh. right? As far as having parties, yeah, Cool Herc is from Jamaica, and in Jamaica they bring the sound set outside because you have a lot of oppressed people. Right. The South Bronx was an oppressed people right. at that time, right. but Jamaica has been an oppressed people in a third world. World country mm -hmm. and how they find 
peace within themselves or a little happiness out of life it's through the tunes is through the tunes and through the bringing the sound system outside mm-hmm. and playing and that's what that's what's been going on mm-hmm. so cool hurt brought the same thing to the bronx that's Amazing, wonderful. Thank you, Cool Herc. We we love you and we appreciate you. I, I love and appreciate everybody, but I just want to get the notion and the concept that, you know, this is not one action started this. Right. Not right. one, I don't think one party specifically started this. It's the whole uh, concept of bringing some sort of Happiness to a desolate environment, right. bringing people together to unify. You right. feel me? Right. I mean, you go to a third world country. You you've been to Jamaica. Yeah, I've been to Jamaica. You've seen what yeah. it's like. Yeah, it's very true. Well, how did they bring peace? They bloods and crips as diplomats and Republicans. There we are. I said diplomats, Democrats. <laughs> Same, same, same way, same gangs. They talk about gangs, this and that, and the third. Where gangs started, and this and that, and the third. Shit is very political and historical. Why? What do you think? You know what I'm saying? Politics. Oh, definitely. Wow. Yeah, like Jamaica. Politics. Oh, but, but wait, I think something important that uh, Grandmaster Cass told us what? and MC Shawrock. Okay. <clears throat> they said hip hop didn't invent anything. It reinvented everything. Right. Okay, and I well, think there that you makes go. the most sense. That's my point. Right. I don't think it was a specific or particular invention. I, th- I think that they reinvented, reinvented everything. And then the art form of sampling and reinventing music mm-hmm. and reinventing the rap and the way we rap on records. Been rapping. And po- poetry you know, is timeless. Right. Griots. Come on right. now. We talking about ancient shit. You right. know what I'm saying? We're not talking about some shit that's 50 years old. We talking about some shit that's thousands right. of years old. You understand? Yeah, yeah. Symbolism. So I think that all made that. the most sense when they were saying that. It, it, yeah, but I love them all. It. I want them all to get props. I want them to get paid. How about right. that? Yeah. How about we fucking make sure Cool Hurt gets paid? Right. How about DJ Hollywood mm. gets paid? Okay. How about everybody that did not get paid gets paid? Right. Period. Give them something. Give them royalties. You got sponsors. You got these people doing these big ass concerts, making millions of dollars. Pay the OGs. Well, the stadium. I, I saw that it said fundraiser. I'm, uh, I guess we gotta look into what the fundraising was. Oh, I ain't looking at this shit. Yeah. No, I'm gonna look into it. I don't want to yeah, go look that into that investigation. <laughs> but my thing is, um, the people uh, should the people yeah exploit. Should the people have to pay more? For us to celebrate our anniversary? Right. I don't think so. I think it should be free. Right. Billions of dollars later, 50 years later, you made billions of dollars. You can't throw a free fucking concert for the people. Pay the artists and let the people in free. What the fuck? What are you celebrating? It's true, but a free concert in Yankee Stadium might be a little loose. No. Nah, you no. same staff. Same staff. And then they sell and limited it. tickets. They, I mean, they sell it hot dogs and beer, right? <laughs> Niggas love them glizzies. <laughs> nah, come but I'm on, saying man. you only got so many tickets. You're talking about receipts. a billion dollar industry. Yeah. First come, first <laughs> serve, sign up, whatever. Right. Have two concerts. Three. I don't care. You know? Great what story, Lee. He said, "Sign the reservation, man." <laughs> <laughs> this nigga, done fucked up everything. Send him a letter, man. Send him a letter. I'm just saying, man. That, that's that's how you show your appreciation by, you know, mm-hmm. 
and, and the government needs to treat. I mean, whether it needs to or not, the fact is, hip hop is the really is the number one cultural export of the United States. Exactly, traveled the world ten times over. Exactly. So why not? Celebrate for real right. That's not a celebration That's an exploitation That's an opportunist Come on bro I mean I want to agree with you And I, I, I agree with you To a certain extent But I also want to see the good You know what No I, mean? I see and the good okay, I see okay, the good okay. That we here 50 years later And we doing it Right But I right. also see where They ain't doing it for everybody Right Yeah I, I, Period I put in work but isn't isn't that like what 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 everything like like um, somebody's always gonna get left yeah, behind? Yeah, someone's like yeah. Someone's always gonna like, feel like, like, like I'm like, not like being recently, for. Recently, um, no, but it's come to the point. Hold on, it's come to the point where they appropriating and certain OGs and legends can't even get into the events. That's true. Right. They can't even go to the events. That's right. disrespectful. Okay, but how the I, fuck you gonna let, talk let about hip hop? Let me just be advocate for a second mm-hmm. because the other day they had Queensbridge Day, right? And on Queensbridge Day, they had they, they hired Big Daddy Kane, and they hired uh, somebody else. So they actually didn't hire no one from Queensbridge. I'm That's from left crazy. Rack. That's, I'm from left rack, That's so, crazy. But I had to listen to their complaints, and I'm listening. And Tragedy's a, a close friend of mine, and Tragedy was like, "Yo, he kind of didn't want to. He didn't. He said he said that Kane invited him, mm-hmm. but he said that when he got there." He kind of didn't even want to hit the stage. He was just like, yo, I just he wanted to be there and, and support a king. Right. But AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made Raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on Story Button, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. 
I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Not in support of the hood, but but what I was trying to explain to him, which which I had nothing to do with. Well, that has what, what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Like, then you can take it from there. What I said to him was like, "Yo, a lot of the times it's be an outside promoter." How you was just saying, and it's it's like people from Queensbridge are going to them like a curator. Mm-hmm. They don't know who to go to the curator. They're just saying whoever can get in contact with these artists, right? And then that's how it's happening. So that's the problem. The yeah. problem is the organizers. Uh-huh. The organizers are whoever it gets hired. To, to do the task And sometimes they're Putting the wrong Organizers in place And they're not mm-hmm. Respecting the culture mm-hmm. Or where they at mm-hmm. Like it took Kane from Brooklyn right. To know To invite Right A Queensbridge right. guy yeah. Right Traj right. Yes. To the event Right Instead of the organizers no, yes. Saying yes, Traj yes, Very correct You're a community leader yes. You are OG from the community We need you Very true Extra P, right. we need you. Mm-hmm. Whoever, yeah. we need you. Havoc, we need you. Feel me? Right. But instead, y'all just go with whatever. And that's been happening since basically since people figured out they can make money off of hip hop. Well, that's they what dissected I, it. Well, that's what appropriation and outside is. Came in, yeah, and that's and, exactly <laughs> what appropriation is. That's why right. I said it like ten times. Right. Now, because I, I mean. <laughs> Obviously, like, like I see the effects of hip hop. Like, like I, I tell you the truth. One of my favorite places to go is to go out of the country is to perform. Is because I feel like the black man is God everywhere else but America, right? Like it's it's well, and, and that's the that's the whole um, reverse psychology because the black man in America is God too, right? Original, just, yes. It just don't feel like it Right Well because they came here And took our shit And then right. made us think That this wasn't our shit Right But we Yeah Over over time And manipulation And media So but when I go to like Places like Europe And shit like that Like I, I could go to a club And this would be all blank Right And by the time I come in And I come out They have Capone and Noriega All over They'd be Doing graffiti and, right. and, and 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 they break dancing and I'm sitting back and I'm like what the fuck and I, like I sat there one time the promoter gave me my money and just disappeared and I'm just like where the fuck is he at and then come to find out at the end of the night he had all type of paint on his hand this motherfucker was actually sitting spray there spray painting our <laughs> shit and then motherfucking and then then well, see, then set it up for 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 as soon as us to walk out it would be a break dance. Uh, concert as soon as we walked out. So me and Kabon walked out and these guys just break dancing and just battling like it's B Street right. but in Europe. And I'm like, hip hop so, is living out there. So let me, sp- let me speak yeah. to that. Yeah. In the Vatican, in European countries, they worship melanated people. Melanated media skin. Yes. But here in this country is the opposite. Mm. Because they mind fucking us and took our land and took our country. Mm-hmm. So they can't educate you and, and worship you at the same time they oppressing you. 
but all around the world, and they've done it already all around the world, but yeah. the history is known. Right. They're educated. They know who the melanated are. Right. You understand? Right. But they can't tell you that here. Can they right. tell you that here and you figure out who and what you are, it's over for them. Right. You feel me? I, I remember uh, going overseas when Obama was in office. Mm -hmm. That was like the first time I kind of didn't feel racism. They was like, Obama! I was like, oh, <laughs> like, they didn't really know like that. That was like kind of hey, racist too. Hey, they, like, it's like, every time they see a black person, it's like, America. I was like, America. Listen, they're like, man, Obama! I was like, oh, they, shit. They secretly worship you. Yes. They they kiss your statues. Yes. They pray to your images. Right. You understand me? Right. You been to Japan? No. Okay. Japan is like that for the black man, I'm telling you. That's why you look at Stephon Marbury. Stephon Marbury. I'm telling you, the yeah. world is yeah, like yeah, that for true. the black man. Yeah. The melanated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay? No, very true. The whole world is like that. But here in America, they cannot do that. It's the opposite. Right. Right? Because we still under the mind control. Mm -hmm. Well, most are. Right. I ain't under shit. Right. I know why I'm Jesus on the street. Right. Amen. Yeah, nah, listen, <laughs> if you had anything to do over, what would you do over? What would I do over? Yeah. Mm. Just maybe some of the business, mm. some of the business moves mm. that I've made mm. and um, some of the deals mm -hmm. that I agreed to or the deals that I made, I would change. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's about it. Otherwise, uh, life's experiences make you who you are, right? And if I changed anything other, you know, I might not be or have the same perspective or mindset. You feel me? Because I think a lot of people come in the game with a strong mind, but then they get led, they get, you know, delusioned by whatever. You know what I'm saying? Drugs, fantasies of you know delusions of grandeur, grandeur right. yeah shit like that and then they turn into something else mm -hmm. they save themselves mm -hmm. you feel me it's about how can I win how can I save myself how can I become rich mm -hmm. how can I get the mansion and the yacht you feel mm -hmm. me and they forget about the plight of the people right. they forget about their families right. their children right. etc you feel That's me Yep. Yeah. If you if you if aliens came down, I know I'm touching this. A I love bit aliens. Come but on. If aliens down. came down yeah. and they asked you, I want to learn hip hop, and you had one album to give them, just one album for the aliens to go back in today's spaceship or whatever the Martians, whatever the fuck. I give them my shit. Youngest in charge. Youngest in charge. The first thing they go here is I'm your idol, the your highest, highest title. title. Blue 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 Blue. Blue. I'm half yeah. Puerto Rican and I'm speaking, so did you know? Yes, man. I'm, I mean, you know, because uh, honestly, you know, I know we've been playing around, but you looking so good. You like I tell these tell that. these young brothers like how you can maintain this type of regiment because, like you said, I think you say you're 51, and, yeah. and you looking like you fucking fucking 21, bro. Right. Like, bro, well, I, I, I'm trying to look for the Beijing. It's not coming right. out. It's no, it's not. It's no. <laughs> Ain't nothing nothing. coming out. Yeah, nah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit is all real. Well, one thing is um, genetics. Okay. One thing is genetics. Okay. That's for one. Okay. For two is exactly what you put into your body, what you consume. You're vegan? No, not yet. Okay. I'm kind of more pescatarian-ish. Okay. But I'm I'm more we're, conscious. We're I'm more conscious than anything. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Okay. When we're younger. We tend to eat anything and we eat anything they sell. Uh -huh. But when I was younger, I was conscious. 
and I stopped eating pork at a very young age. How about oxtail? I stopped eating beef. Mm-hmm. I stopped eating pork. Mm-hmm. I stopped eating chicken for the most part. I eat chicken sparingly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So not that much pescatarian. <laughs> yeah, not that right. But the fact is, the fact is, I'm I'm drinking right. the proper liquid. Right. I don't fuck with sodas and all that. Fruits, fruits and vegetables, right, fruits right. and berries, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. Fruits, fruits and, and vegetables yes, yes. is yes. what you eat. You are right. what you eat. Right. The energy you get when you eat fruits on a salad is right. way different than you eat a plate of steak and you go to sleep. Right. Yeah. Very true. You understand? Very so true. you have to deal with reality. Right. And you have to deal with what's going to sustain you and keep you alive and right. keep you in good physical condition. As a Jamaican, what was the hardest food to cut off? Buy just the beef. Yeah. Oxtail. I love Oxtail. pepper steak. I used to love pepper Ooh. steak. Ooh. Yeah, man. Ooh. Oxtail, curry goat. Come on, man. Curry goat. Yeah, I stop all of that. I might, once a year, I might eat my mom's curry goat. She'll make some, and I'll eat some curry goat once a year. But even when I do that, it's different. I feel different. Smell different. Shit you looking just... at goats different. You be like, nigga. <laughs> 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 Once a year, nigga, you fall your body. But you, have, next year, buddy. you <laughs> have to know what these things do inside your body. Right. They stay right. in your body they and they rot. You. Yeah, right. They rot and that cannot be good for you or your digestive system. I tell you, I was vegan for like eight months to, to a year, and my favorite foods I ever ate when I was had that vegan experience had always came from the island. And uh, came from Vegetarian Delight. It's uh, a place out here. Yeah. They would coconuts. Well, co- it's all it's all, all all Jamaican. It's all seasoning. Right. Seasoning determines everything. Right. Like I love salads, and you can just put whatever dressing you like. Right. Right. But I love like when I say I love salad, I love salad, man. Right. And fruits, fruits is the best shit on the earth. What are you a kale guy? Nah, kale is cool. I put everything. I like uh, spinach, lettuce, okay. romaine, romaine, spring mix. Okay. And I do a little bit of food science, so I don't do too much iceberg lettuce and okay, shit that iceberg. has no nutritional yeah. value. Oh, iceberg don't got no nutritional nah, value at all? Now y'all tell me. That shit is water. Jesus. Okay, yeah, but, yeah. But for the most part, you just have to understand what you're eating and how it helps you. Okay. And and do that, man. You know, I'm into, you know, the ginger Turmeric, yeah. all kind of shit, lemon. Yeah. Like I, I deal with natural substances, man. That's what we have to get back to is shit with one ingredient, what it is. Up. You eat an orange, you know it's a fucking orange. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you eat some other shit, it got a whole list of shit on you. Yeah, got, way too much. There you go. Big up Moni Love too. She's she's like on that too. She's Jamaican too. It's y'all Jamaicans with the yeah. good jeans. Yeah, so yeah. Don't get it twisted. There's some Jamaicans with some fucked up jeans. Oh out yeah, here now. nah, nah. Right. It's the individual. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's 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 how much you care for your state self, of mind, okay. your temple, uh-huh. and and your consciousness of what you are doing to yourself. It's just like me. Stop. I stopped drinking. Yeah, I used to drink. I stopped smoking. Yeah, I used to smoke. Uh-huh. So and not all the time was I who I am now. All right. You take edibles or none of that? Nah, I don't even do Nothing. edibles. Or natural take that. Cause cause um I stopped drinking because alcohol causes poor behavior. That's right. Alcohol is poison. That's right. And um would you drink a whole bottle of cough medicine at once? 
Yeah, and that has that has a per, that has a percent of alcohol. Sunny already did. Yeah, see, you also got to be mobile. You got to what a body in motion stays in motion. So you got to do shit too. I walk. I ride bikes. I swim. I do whatever. You feel me? I love the ocean. All right. Love the ocean. So, who, who, who you who you battling in verses? But I, first of all, if I got. If Swiss call you right now, say. If Swiss call me, he got to tell me a dollar amount. Damn. Period. I want to hear about. I need to hear about the money. I need to hear about what it's worth. Yeah. I'm not doing this for TV. Right, right. I don't need to be on TV right. like that. I've been that. on TV for 30 years. Yeah, I'm not that. doing this just to have have an episode of some shit right. on TV. Right, I'm right. doing this show because yeah. I respect what y'all doing. Thank you, my brother. Yeah, we appreciate that. And, 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 so, and you have to tell your story That's right. Or else somebody else yes. Going to try to That's tell your true. story right. So I'm here to inform I'm here to educate And right. let it be known But Period. again let me just um, um, ask um, Let's suppose Swiss call you and say uh, uh, um, Special ad I want you to pick your opponent Who, who would in your mind You say I right, Let's suppose the dollar amount is great right <laughs> Dollar amount is great I pick anybody I don't give okay. a fuck but who Swiss. would you, you want pick to em. You pick them Swiss <laughs> Do a poll <laughs> Vote Y'all okay. niggas do whatever y'all want Put whoever you want on that stage Okay It can don't I, matter to me Can I throw some me. names at you <laughs> Yeah I'm gonna do I'm gonna get them all Buckshot shorty Hell yeah Okay I versus with anybody That's the point Okay I versus with anybody Y'all pay me I'm going to be there for, I'm going to versus anybody. Who else you think uh, has? Shit, I'm versus in anybody now. Shit. Big Daddy Kane? Nah, I'm yeah. Kane win already, though. No, but I'm just saying for him. I just want to hear. Granddaddy, you would have been a good one. Rest, Rest in peace. peace, Granddaddy. Yeah. Uh, ooh. That's a, that's a bunch Man, of Man, listen, I versus anybody. He's not going to turn down any challenge. You I ain't turning down see. no challenge. That's the whole point. That's how I got where I am today, because I ain't turned down no... I used to walk down the streets of Brooklyn and just run up on ciphers. <laughs> right, right. Like me, skinny. I used to be like a buck right. 30, right. like right. skinny little nigga. Right. Like, right. I run up on anybody and battle anybody. Matter of fact, when I first got to Erasmus... You said that earlier, you was a battle MC at first, Yeah, right? when yeah. I first got to Erasmus Hall High School, right. my first... Week in high school, I look for the nicest MC and I battle him for his name. Wow, damn, straight for the name. I'm going for the gusto, jail style mentality. Right, right, exactly. We're going where the hardest and where, where it's at. Right. Okay, come on. So that's what I did, man. I, I, I was, I challenged anybody. All right, you know what I'm saying I walk down the street, I don't give a fuck how tough anybody look. I'm, I'm taking titles out here, All right? Yeah. yeah. Well, man, you a motherfucking legend, man. Amen. Man, I'm so glad you got to um, sit down with us, yeah, man. Just you, let man. you know, this is your platform. If you want to come in here and promote pink toenails, we don't care. Oh, like, no, we, we don't do it. This is, this is, this is, I promote this the is lady your, with nah, the nah, pink nah, toenails. Nah, 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 <laughs> you. But, you know, this, we want you to know, man, because, you know, in our, 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 our genre, our music, so many people want to say that you got 10 years or more that, you know, uh, you're old school and you're washed up. And I hate that because, you know... They don't have that in jazz. They don't have that in rock and roll. They don't have that in any other right, genre. They, they, they don't even have it in, in, in dance hall. You know what I'm saying? Like they right. like like. Um, so the fact that they have it in hip hop, this is something that me and my partner wanted to change from the beginning. We was just like, you know what? If we got a platform, we want to salute the people who's been there before us and give them their flowers and tell them to their face. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. So now everyone wants to give people flowers. Me and him, we didn't invent the phrase, but we made it. Reinvented popular. it. We reinvented. <laughs> yeah, we reinvented. Right. Like hip hop did. And you are one of 
the people that I would definitely want to give the flowers to because you deserve it. You're a legend. You're an icon. You continue to do it. You're out here monkey footing the games because you're out here still throwing shows, doing what you got to do, man. I want to show you love. Let's make I appreciate it. And, and, and I forgot to ask, what you got going coming up besides the shows? Um, You got anything else coming up? Uh, well, more shows I'm doing. Okay. We going out to Chicago. What I've been doing is this Stop the Violence movement. That's you beautiful. feel me? Um, shortly after uh, PNB Rock got killed, uh, Corrupt called me. And um, he was like, yo, man, we need to, you know, do something about this. We need to unify. Because he always called me uh, for enlightenment, you know what I'm saying, as a big bro. That's dope. And um, I agreed. And I said, you know what? Let me see what, what we can do to make all of this happen. And um, we started bringing everybody together on these calls for the Stop the Violence movement. And um, that's a part of my mission, what I'm out here to do, um, is just utilize all of our resources and our influence to help these youth redirect their energies because the energies is up in the air, man. It's getting very negative and very, very, very hectic out there for for kids. These are our children, man. These are like teenagers. We can't let them destroy themselves. So that's my mission. So I'm going around everywhere and I'm talking to all the kids I can, um, all ages, and and just letting them know. And based on giving them my life's experience, what I had to go through, you know, from a child till now, and showing them as an example of you can be successful. You don't have to compromise your integrity. You don't have to go follow the crowd. You don't have to, you know, follow the gang mentality if it's not positive. Because there are organizations that are positive Mm. and have changed how they approach that whole uh, gang, quote unquote, Mm. mentality. So we turn in... uh, we turning everything into a positive right now. That's my whole goal. I ain't in no competition. I don't care about the record industry. It, it, it's done enough when, damage. When, when did you get to that level where you were just like, you know what? Um, a few years ago. Okay. It, it's been some years now. Okay. I just see everybody like, it's like a rat race. Mm-hmm. I see what they do for money. I see how they use and abuse artists and how um, they just undermine people's value and and the 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 work that they put in mm. you know what i'm saying it's like shit going back and forth with 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 OG artists pitting them against newer artists and doing all kind of dumb shit. Like, this is not a competition in that sense. I think we need to bring it back to something more... more, more pure, man. More organic, and, and stop, stop trying to create uh, rivalry all the time. I, I, I remember me looking up to artists that came before me. Do you think these new artists they they lost that? Yeah, I think they lost it because we're not going back out there and speaking to them and engaging and teaching them. Yeah. But I do. That's my whole point and my purpose is is what I'm doing with my organization, um, Special Ed Arts and Literacy, SEAL. And that's my whole mission right now. I don't care about uh, the music game and the, the industry because I know what it comprises, what it consists of. It's, it, it's, it's a road to destruction for most so I ain't even worried about that no more. I'm worried about how do I change the minds of these children so that 
they don't destroy themselves. Mm. You don't have to die to be famous. Mm-hmm. You understand? You mm-hmm. don't have to die to be famous. Or get hurt. Or get hurt. Because that's what a lot of people are doing now, too. They're getting hurt, and then it's like they survived a, a stabbing or something like that. And then right. They have new and, and, and it's the mentality. It's like they're going out here. They've taken stunting to a whole nother level. Right. right. And then they're endangering themselves, and then they have to arm themselves, which is causing more gun violence. You feel me? And then they get their feelings hurt, and then they want to pull the gun out because they feelings is hurt. You understand? That's not what this is based on. You you use a firearm to protect yourself, to protect your life, not to go and threaten or endanger or take someone else's life or rob somebody. That's not what you use a firearm for. You know what I'm saying? That's called crime. That's criminal. You feel me? And, And we don't want them to believe that that's what they need to be out there doing. No. Right. I mean, shit, I've had a fire on my entire life. Mm. I never accosted or threatened anybody with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's for me to defend myself right. and my family and what I have, my possessions. I'm not out here flashing. Right. I've had a right. firearm since I was a teen before I made records. Mm-hmm. You understand me? Before, I, before the age of 15, I had a firearm. Right. And I never had to pull it out and floss it. But not legally? Nah. Okay. But now it's legal. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever since I became of legal age and got into a legal situation where I could <laughs> right. do it legally, right. we good. Right. You feel me? Right. And that's a right. That's our that's our rights as right. uh, what they call us. Citizen. There we go. Right. This is my right as a citizen. I'm just right. exercising my right. Right. As you that's should. all. Yeah. So, and responsibly. Not to intimidate or harm anybody. Right. And that's the thing. They out here trying to intimidate and harm people. And broadcasting it. And broadcast, yeah. And that's not what we want. That's not what we own. Right. You know what I'm saying? We want to just teach the kids better from a young age so that they don't grow into... Because when they, once they become a teenager and they mindset oh, yeah. and they ready to go, they ready to go. They're ready to go. Yeah. So, so I try to get them a little earlier. And, mm-hmm. and even with the teens, I talk to them too. Mm-hmm. But once they gone and they, you know, clap that thing a few yeah. times, they get that energy. That power, yeah. Yeah, they go to their head. So we, mm-hmm. we got to stop that. We got to prevent that. Yeah. You know? And the one thing I can say and the one thing I would love to say. Please. And I would say to all the youth out there, all you... Thugs, have you ever pointed your gun at someone else other than your own brother or sister? Mm. Have you ever, ever? No, I, I don't see you pointed at anyone else except yourselves. You might as well point it in the mirror. You feel me? Mm. Because you're only killing yourselves. You're not standing up for yourselves against the real oppressors. Against the real people that are really oppressing you and taking from you and causing you to be in poverty and in these conditions. You're not pointing a gun at them. You point it at your own family. Mm. Don't point your gun at no melanated people. That's all I'm saying. Stop pointing your guns at melanated people. That's like killing yourself. And I don't, I don't want you killing yourself, right? Damn, man, that's, this, that, was, that was hard. I don't even know how to, what to do. Take the picture. Yeah, come on, let's take a picture. <laughs> Yo, man, once again, 
Special that, man. We appreciate you, man, coming through, man. Like I said, this is your house, man. Anytime you want to come and promote hey, anything, man, I appreciate yeah. it. We, we appreciate we appreciate you showing uh, um, the OGs that you can actually still maintain in, into this in, this environment. And I I, I really want to respect your company uh, um, because. That's what artists should be taking care of artists from the beginning. I, I knew that. I didn't know that you actually had a company that was, was, was catering to, towards that. So um, I knew that from from from, from Murs. Murs right. was the first yeah. person. But I was like, yo, he he kind of like did everything everything I asked for. Like he already did it. So I, I love that man. I just want to continue to support you. Give you the all blessings, man. Like I, I said, appreciate and give you your flowers, my brother. Amen. Definitely. I yeah. appreciate it. Got the oh, flowers. Yeah. Drink Champs is a Drink Champs LLC production in association with Interval Presents. Hosts and executive producers, NORE and DJ EFN. From Interval Presents, executive producers, Alan Coy and Jake Kleinberg. Listen to Drink Champs on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Drink Champs, hosted by yours truly, DJ EFN and NORE. Please make sure to follow us on all our socials. That's at Drink Champs across all platforms, at The Real Noriega on IG, at Noriega on Twitter. Mine is at Who's Crazy on IG, at DJ EFN on Twitter. And most importantly, stay up to date with the latest releases, news, and merch by going to drinkchamps.com. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.